Hello, welcome to the Christmas edition of Kelly's Roadhouse, the Sweet Valley Recap Podcast. I'm Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello. This fortnight is our Christmas special and we have read one of my favourite Sweet Valley books of all time. I had never read it, obviously. That's kind of the uh, thing of this podcast. But it is now... It's special Christmas. And it is now my favourite Sweet Valley High book. (laughs) It's amazing. So far. So far, of course, obviously. I'd say it's in my top five. It's not my absolute favourite. Oh, I know what your absolute favourite yeah. is. And that's a long way off before I get to read that yeah. one. But this one so far has topped all the other Sweet Valley books. So I'm excited to talk about it. It's got no question on the front. No, well, there, there, there are, I, I have a lot of questions after reading <laughs> it. But yeah. However, on the back, it says, Deck the halls of Sweet Valley High. The Wakefield twins and their friends at Sweet Valley High are in festive spirits. It's Christmas vacation. The annual parade is just days away. Secret Santas are busy buying surprise gifts. And everyone's talking about the holiday dance at the Patman's mansion. Jessica Wakefield is determined to be named Miss Christmas Time. And Elizabeth is counting the days until she's reunited with her faraway boyfriend, Todd Wilkins. It seems nothing can spoil Jessica and Elizabeth's holiday until Mr. and Mrs. Wakefield announce the arrival of an unwelcome house guest. Now it looks as though this might be the worst Christmas ever. Will it be the worst Christmas ever? What is a secret Santa? Let's find out. So just to point out, we have gone about six books ahead of schedule to do this. Yes. And while we've been, what we've missed is Todd going away. Yes. So I I guess, if you know, in a couple of books time... I will actually get to the point where Todd goes away, but we've skipped ahead. We're getting like a little glimpse into the into the future. So in this book, he's gone away and he's he's come back to visit for Christmas vacation. There's something else as well. Oh boy, there is. <laughs> something else that's changed, which I noticed as we were reading. Oh, something else has changed. Enid is dating someone else. Yeah, yeah. So, so that like was Enid new. I, I was, you didn't tell me about that one because you forewarned me that, that Todd, had, you know, things had changed with, with Todd. I didn't know about Enid and I read that. I was like, ooh, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. There's a lot to get into in this book. So we open in Mr. Collins' English class. Nobody's doing much work because it's the day before Christmas vacation. Even Mr. Collins is complaining about doing English. Mm. He's like, our oh, teacher shouldn't have to do classes on the last day of school. It's like, I'm pretty sure that's what he paid for, man. But cool. And that afternoon, there's some kind of Christmas party in the gym. Yes, it's the uh, Secret Santa slash... Yeah, it's like a party and they're also going to do the Secret Santa uh, hat pull, I guess. You you, Mm. you pull your name out of a hat, don't you? So we get the description of Mr. Collins. Blonde, with blue eyes, with little wrinkles around the corner of his eyes when he smiled. Some of the girls insisted he looked like a movie star, but that wasn't the reason he won the best teacher year after year. Yeah, sure, it's not. It's because he keeps (laughs) turning up to everyone's parties and, like, random getaways. Well, apparently he was an excellent sport who knew when to be stern and when to relax. Yes, but he doesn't know when not to turn up to (laughs) kids' things. Kind of creepy, Mr. Collins. John Pfeiffer throws a wad of paper at the back of Elizabeth's neck. Yes, and actually hits her, and she, uh, she says, ow. It's a bit of paper. Yeah, I know, she makes a big deal out of it. Yeah, calm down. Um, it's actually a note. It says, Liz, be my secret Santa. Love, John. Yeah. Now, apparently, Liz is used to this kind of behavior from John. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she she kind of takes it as a joke. But uh, Mr. Collins tells him to settle down. 
Yeah, so we're told that Elizabeth's helping Mr. Collins to assign secret Santas to everyone later. Yes. He'd singled her out to help because she'd apparently become very close to him lately. Yeah. Some might say a bit too close. Well, you might say a little too close. They have a bit of a weird relationship, in my opinion. Mm. Well, it's okay. Well, it's not okay. She tells him stuff she doesn't tell her boyfriend. Well, yeah, and uh, and as we will find out, the the relationship with Todd is bizarre at this point. So, um, mm. I guess if she wants to be inappropriate with her teacher, she can be. But Elizabeth's in a good mood because Todd's coming home for a visit in three days' time. Yeah. So we've missed him moving to Vermont, and they're currently having a long distance relationship. Yeah. But she's worried that they may have grown apart. Mm. I'm not sure how long he's meant to have been gone for at this point. I'm assuming it's like been a week, couple of months. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Collins tells them all they can finish 10 minutes early and head to the gym. What a treat. 10 yeah. whole minutes? Oh my goodness. Like they were doing no work anyway. John Piper's <laughs> like throwing paper around. Um, and Jessica comes over to Elizabeth. We get the usual twins description. Slender, five foot six, blue green eyes. But today, there's something different about them. There is something very bizarre about uh, Elizabeth and Jessica. Because I think for the first time since i've been reading sweet valley high they're dressed the same yeah they wear matching outfits navy cotton skirts and light blue short sleeve sweaters plus their lavaliers of course i love that um olivia is like what's going on mm-hmm. you're both dressed the same you're clearly up to something bad yeah yeah she's like you're, you're clearly trying to trick someone or do something awful but jessica has spotted her her latest her, her latest target Oh, yeah. A tall blonde boy who we're going to learn more about later. We are indeed. Um, So she runs off to stalk him and she leaves Elizabeth to explain their outfits to Olivia. Yes, they are um, going to be getting their picture taken by Hunt's Photography. um, And it's going to be a gift to their parents for Christmas. Yeah, how conceited. (laughs) It's pretty conceited. Imagine if like this Christmas I was like, oh, hey, Paula, I got your Christmas present. It's a picture of me. (laughs) Um, and Olivia also tells Elizabeth that the tall blonde boy is Hans, who's yes. the new exchange student from Germany. Mm-hmm. His English isn't very good, but she's sure Jessica won't care about that. No, that's going to make no difference. No barrier to, to Jessica. Um, and they've oh, also they've chosen the outfits they're wearing because they're similar to outfits they wore on a portrait they had done when they were kids yes yeah so it's, it's meant to be like a recreate cute, yeah it's like a cute like hey like 14 years later or something you know 14 well i'm um, assuming if they were like two or something yeah, when they had the little dresses or whatever yeah. and now they're like recreating it as yeah. older kids mr collins comes over and he tells liz they need to start on secret santa because the natives are getting restless yes so this is all going down in the sports hall so the suit valley high secret santa lasts a whole week it's also <laughs> bizarre because in this country if you do secret santa you you, you go through and by the way <clears> this <throat> book acts like no one knows what secret santa is really weird well, no one knows what their version is no is a, so different. over here and maybe it's different over there you do one gift right so you have like a a, a limit on the money you're like okay it's five pound five dollars whatever and you give your gift to someone and it's secret as to who's given it to you you don't know and you just pull a name out of a hat but it's always one gift. In this, it's like multiple <laughs> gifts over multiple days. And, and not it just, just keeps gifts, going. it's also they do things for each other as well. They do some things, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they spend the whole week doing that. Um, 
This is like b- pulling bloody straws again, isn't it? It's like things that people in Sweet Valley just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And then at the Christmas dance, um, the stroke of midnight, everyone reveals who they had. Yes, yes. And the dance this year is going to be a special dance. Yeah, it's going to be held at the Patman's Mansion. Yeah. Like, it's a bit weird. I think it'd be in the school gym or something. I, I was but... thinking that, like a school party at someone's house is a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. I guess Mr. Patman's feeling charitable. Yeah, and I imagine they donate a lot to the school, so whatever they want probably yeah. goes, to be honest. Um. So Liz's amazing responsibility that she's been singled out to do... Is not even a job you really <clears throat> need to do. It's holding a basket and letting everyone pick a name out of it. That's it, yeah. And it's like, well, anyone could have done that. But she's happy to do it because she's sat in the ideal place for observing people. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, she is a reporter after all. (laughs) And the gym's looking nice and festive with red and green streamers, boughs of holly everywhere. Jessica appears with hands by her side and pointedly tells Elizabeth that she needs to pick a secret Santa. And it's obvious that she wants Liz to somehow fix it so she ends up with hands. Yeah, but it's like, how would she know? Like, how would she Yeah, there's do nothing this? Liz can do. Like, it's like, literally, she cannot make this happen, Jess. No. So she just hands in the basket. Um, and Hans doesn't seem to understand the word secret because he immediately tells Elizabeth who he got straight yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> he got Lila. Elizabeth knows Jessica's going to be furious about this. Yeah, because, of course, you know, Jess and Lila have a, have, you know, they're, they're, "Quote unquote best friends," although I think at this point frenemies. Frenemies, yeah. I, I feel like Kara is like Jess's real best friend at this point, and and like Lila's like we're best friends, but you know we we have issues. Ken comes over and he starts teasing Elizabeth about Todd's return. <laughs> oh, this um, um yes, yeah. He he says Todd Wilkins will be all the secret Santa that Elizabeth can handle. Yeah, and Liz thinks I certainly hope so. Mm. Bet she does. Penis. <laughs> um, and apparently Todd's going to be staying with Ken for the week. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, staying with the Matthews. The twins go to their photo shoot and on the way home, Jessica's just gushing about hands. We don't get anything about the photo shoot. We're just told they've been. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's gushing about hands in the car on the way home. And Liz is like, he's okay. Yeah, Elizabeth <laughs> isn't even listening because she's too busy thinking about Todd. Yeah, she says that she feels sorry for Todd being uh, stuck in freezing, snowy Vermont. Um, and Jess, of course, says, well, you know, she understands because she wouldn't understand what Christmas... You can't even imagine what Christmas would be like if you can't be, like, sitting by the pool and on, you know, in sunny, sweet Welcome valley. Welcome to my life. Yeah. Um... Yeah, apparently Jessica loves swimming in the pool on Christmas Eve. I'm so jealous. They go to the beach I, in this. Oh, it's like it. December and they're on the beach. I'd happily never, ever have a winter again. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 you're summer all the I'd way. I'd just live over, like, minimum, uh, ma- yeah, sorry, minimum 20 degrees like, mm-hmm. forever. I'd be perfectly fine. Yeah. So... They reminisce about a time when Lila's father had spent a fortune on a winter wonderland in front of the Fowler Mansion. Now, yes. Now, I'm assuming Jess <laughs> is just saying this because she's kind of like on rocky ground with Lila at the moment. Like you said, frenemies. Yeah. But she calls it the tackiest thing ever. Yeah. I think it sounds amazing. This winter wonderland featured a sleigh with eight plastic reindeer, a life-size Santa, 
false-size statues and fake snowmen. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a life-size uh, Santa, like, model the size thing. of a man. Because I was like, yeah, because you could just have a guy dressed as Santa. And he would be a normal-sized Santa. <laughs> um, and yeah, Jessica says it, it's tacky. But like you, I, I thought it sounded amazing. Yeah. But she explains to Liz that she's not happy with Lila at the moment. No, she's uh, she has been awful and decided that she wants to enter a competition that, that Jess is also entering. Jessica's desperate to be Miss Christmas time in the annual Sweet Valley Parade. She'll get to ride on the first float, um, wave at people. Yeah, yeah. And wear a nice dress. And apparently it is a very big deal. The Christmas parade is a very big deal in Sweet Valley. Um, but of course, Liz can't think of anything worse than smiling and waving at people. Part of me agrees with Liz, but... I, no, I, I do. I do. I do somewhat I am, agree. Like, because I am a bit of a Jessica. Yeah. I, I think I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know... I, I, I just always think that Liz is boring, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I think he's not so much... In this instance, I can understand her point, but I just think Liz just goes out of her <laughs> way to be boring. Um, Jessica was runner-up last year, so she really wants to get it this year. Yeah, I wonder who won last year. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, like, Robin or someone. <laughs> um, so she's got to be at the Civic Centre at 3.30pm tomorrow for the selection process. Yes. Where they answer a few questions um, and walk down a runway. Yeah. They get home and Jessica tries to get Liz to tell who she got for Secret Santa. Yeah, she's like, no, it's a secret. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, Liz will not tell. But we find out. Oh, yeah. Liz ended up with Aaron Dallas. She did indeed. Um, Jess is not going to keep hers a secret, though. And she just says that hers is Bruce Patman. Yeah, and she's not happy about it. No. But there is some terrible news mm. Stephen has got for them. Yeah, so uh, Stephen comes up behind them. Um, and by the way, Stephen is the image of Ned at 18 years old with his athletic build. <laughs> just in case you didn't just, know. Just, yeah, just to be clear. They shriek at Stephen and give him a hug. Um, and he says he hates to be Scrooge, but he's got some bad news. The abominable snowman is coming to spend two weeks with them. <laughs> Now, of course, the twins are a little confused about this. They're mm. like, what What are you talking about? So he explains. He'd answered the phone uh, when Ned and Alice were at work, and it was Mr. Devlin calling from New York. Yes, everything is set. <clears throat> yeah, he left a message to tell their parents uh, that the plans on Saturday are going ahead. Suzanne will be arriving... Uh, sorry, the plans on Sunday Suzanne is going ahead. Suzanne will be arriving at 1 p.m., and she'll be staying for two weeks. Christmas is fucked. Yeah. So, of course, Suzanne Devlin, we have covered this book. Mm. Uh, she is the wonderful young lady <laughs> who um, flirted with Winston, flirted with Aaron, led them both on, was not interested in either of them, stole the lavalier from Liz, <gasps> and most egregious of all, well, actually two things, accused... Mr. Collins of attempted rape and really upset our little Teddy. Yeah. Who they don't even mention in this book, by the way. And did something rather bizarre with the host pipe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, she did. I forgot about that. <laughs> you mentioned it to me the other day. I know. I'd forgotten in the meantime. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously they're horrified. 
Yeah, and 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 like you know, Liz like immediately just she's just up in her room, like head in her hands, and you know, she just can't believe that her parents are doing this, and neither can I. I mean, for one thing, Ned is a lawyer who went to see Mr. Collins in his kind of capacity as a friend and a lawyer. Um, he knows what these accusations were, you know, the accusations she made. I can't believe that a lawyer would actually be okay with having her back. Hmm. Like, and spend time in their family. She's a thief who accused someone of rape. Yeah. Like, completely falsely. And it was, like, pretty much conclusive. I don't think anyone in Sweet Valley believes that it was true now. So, you almost ruined a man's career. I cannot believe that either Ned or Alice would do this. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the three of them are in Lisbeth's room and Jessica says they're not going to take this lying down. And Stephen agrees. But Elizabeth reminds Jessica she didn't even meet Demolition Devlin. And Jessica says she suffered too, stuck with Suzanne's friends. One of them had just spent their trust fund on plastic surgery for their chin. Yeah. But she doesn't mention in front of Stephen that um, Suzanne's boyfriend Pete tried to rape her. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's another thing. Now, it it is clear that um, she has since told Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Liz says... Their parents are probably just too polite to tell the Devlins what a creep their daughter is. And Jessica says, well, I'll happily tell them <laughs> after what that girl's boyfriend did. And Stephen's like, uh, what? Yeah. And she's like, oh, don't worry, he was just a jerk. But of course, they have a situation to resolve now. How do you get rid of Suzanne Devlin? <laughs> um, and also... Just to point out, like, it seems like nothing's been done about this attempted rape. No, nothing Even at all. Even though Mr. and Mrs. Nothing. Devlin walked in on it happening. Yeah, like, they were there. They saw it happen. Like, um, You know, Jess has come back, told Liz. I can't believe Liz didn't tell their parents. I know. Like, it, it's, it's just it's crazy. This whole situation is crazy. Mm. Jessica says this kind of torture is inhumane. I agree. Yeah, I mean, this this is pretty much your worst nightmare and Stephen says look we'll just talk to our parents and we'll be calm and we'll be reasonable well at this point i was like steve's got a point you know he's like let's go talk to them and and just ask and find out what's going on and jessica says wow i'm going to be honest with them and storms out of the room yeah um so ned and alice have decided to break the news about suzanne to the family at guido's yeah i've put a note here it's 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 supposedly to celebrate the end of school. No way. But I was I like, know why they've done this. you've made this as public as you can to try and hope that they won't make a big scene about yeah, it, and you're bribing them with pizza. And then something amazing happens. Yep. We actually witness after what we said in the last episode. We actually witnessed someone telling Alice that she could be the twin sister. Yes, it actually happened. <laughs> From the last episode, we were like, how often does this happen? Because we've never seen <laughs> but, it happen. Well, it's happened now. It actually fucking happens. Yeah, it it's the owner happened. of Guido's. Yeah, that's probably the only person who does it. <laughs> yeah. And also... It's probably happening in the next book as well now. <laughs> yeah, but also he's doing it because, you know, he's just being a bit flirty and a bit nice because he, you know, returned customers. He's, yeah. He's business. I don't think he necessarily means it, Alice. I think he's just being nice. <laughs> so Alice tells them about Suzanne visiting and Jessica complains they didn't even ask them. Yeah, which I think is fair. They it's weren't true. even consulted yeah. on this. And Ned says, well, we didn't get a chance to. Um, Tom um, Tom Devlin only called me last week. And it's like, so you did have a chance then. Yeah, and Alice even says, like, oh, we didn't really have a choice 
It's like, you, of course you had a choice. No. You could have just yeah. said no. Ned says, Suzanne's been through a hard time lately um, and she wanted to wish the Wakefields a Merry Christmas. And Ned initially thought she just meant a phone call. Uh, but when she called, she sucked up to Ned. She said, oh, I really want to see the family in person to make up for what I did. Um, she could make up for it by staring the fuck away. Yeah, she really and never, could. never darkening their door again. Absolutely. You would <laughs> think, I mean, after after that accusation alone, you'd be like, that's, that's done. I'm never going mm. there again. Um, and the twins do rightly ask, you know, what has she gone through exactly? Um, mm. And Ned and Alice just refuse to say. And Liz says, well, we also need to consider Aaron's feelings, Winston's feelings, and Mr. Collins' feelings. Yes. But Ned says she's written a letter to Mr. Collins, and he supports her visiting. I cannot believe no that if, if someone accused me of that, I, I would never, like, never speak to me or contact me ever again. I cannot believe he's been like, yeah, cool. No. I'm, I'm sure he's like, yeah, cool, but I don't want to see you. Like, Alice says, we can't deny anyone a, wa- a welcome in the Wakefield home. Yes, you can. But at, especially at Christmas, because she's going to be spending Christmas Day there. Yeah, yes. Clear. Sorry, yeah. The two weeks are literally over Christmas. Yeah, Like, my family wouldn't, Um, I think even, well, almost anybody. Yeah, almost anyone. They, like, they you wouldn't, say, would you? It's, like, it's Christmas. Well, you can come after Christmas. You can come before, before. Christmas. Yeah, but not over Christmas. Yeah, this is someone, you're right, it's weird enough that they're doing They've this They've only anyway. met her once. Yeah, and, and she was awful. Then. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So the Devons are going to Switzerland for Christmas and Suzanne doesn't want to go. Boo-hoo. Yeah, and I think it's Jess, like, just says, like, obviously the only reason she's coming to, to be with us is because she wants to get out of going to Switzerland. Mm. And Alice says Christmas is the time of year to extend goodwill to people in need. And that's that. <laughs> Liz, uh, Liz thinks that uh, if they give Suzanne a chance, she'd probably destroy the world. <laughs> um. And it sounds like it's sort of exaggerated, but when, when, you know, you read the book, too good to be true if you if, haven't read it. If you, yeah, I mean, or listen to our recap. Yeah, even I better. Mean, it, it's bad. It's, it's, it's really bad. really bad. She is really, really evil. And also, it's even worse for us because unlike the characters, we actually get to uh, read her thoughts. And she's really evil. Like, she is properly evil in that book. Mm-hmm. So back at home, the siblings put their heads together to come up with a plan. Yeah, Stephen rightly says, you know, uh, I, th- I thought my parents would be reasonable, but no, yeah, right. they're, they're not. When are they reasonable? Yeah, he says they've gone off the deep end. But Jessica has an idea. She asked Liz to call Suzanne and basically tell her everyone hates her <laughs> and she'll have a horrible time if she comes. Yeah, which is not untrue, so, you know. Yeah, that's not a lie. Um, Elizabeth says no at first, but... um. Then they tickle her until she agrees. Yeah, they tickle her into submission. <laughs> a weird tactic for, it is a bit of a for tactic. people in their late teens, but there you go. <laughs> I, I love that she agrees to, to make the call. And as she's walking out of the room, because she's like, I'm going to do this from my own room, Jess shouts, call collect. <laughs> He's like, we're not even going to pay the phone <laughs> bill to phone her. <laughs> so when Suzanne hears Elizabeth's voice, she shrieks with excitement and she says... I know I was a total monster before, and you have every right to hate me. Correct. Uh, and Liz says, I'm just concerned that uh, you'll be bored in Sweet Valley. There's no nightclubs. There is some fucking nightclubs. What about the caravan? Yeah, yeah. Remember the caravan from mm-hmm. Dangerous Love? Yeah. The, the cool new nightclub? Yeah. Um, 
and there's no snow. Suzanne says she loves Sweet Valley and it's like last time you were there you you kept thinking how much you hated it. She absolutely hated it. The book was very clear that she she didn't want to be there and she hated it. Suzanne says I could never be bored. And Liz says well we've all got lots of holiday plans so we won't be able to spend much time with you. But Suzanne still insists on coming. Yeah she says like you know I can tell that I can't convince you over the phone and that's exactly why I'm coming in person because I want to make it up to you. Liz did a shit job at her mission yeah i've got liz hangs up the phone she's a complete fucking failure she didn't even say what she was supposed to say i know, I know. she should have got jessica to make the call yeah I, I thought that i was like jessica could just pretend to be liz yeah it's not a problem that would have been amazing imagine what jessica would have oh, said jessica would have annihilated her yeah suzanne wouldn't have even turned up if no. jessica had phoned her book over yeah done. done short book 10 pages <laughs> over so Stephen says well we may as well give up but Jessica has a plan B. Yeah. She says when Suzanne arrives, they can all torment her and make sure she has a horrible time and she never wants to come back. Yeah. And Liz is uneasy about this, but when Jessica brings up Mr. Collins and what, what Suzanne did, Liz is like, okay, I'm all in. She's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that uh, that attempted rape accusation. Yeah. Now that you I've can remembered fuck that. everyone else I know around. You mess with Mr. Collins. You mess with me. You mess with my boy. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, my teacher. <laughs> Um, can we just point out the the gloriousness of this this whole situation? By the way, Liz has come back in and they're having this conversation. During this conversation, Jessica is lying on the bed on Stephen's bed with tea bags on her eyes. Oh yeah, because uh, apparently they make your eyes unpuff. That's a that's a normal thing. That's a normal thing. Is that is it actually a normal thing? Yeah, just I've done out. that before. You're winding me up. I swear, I swear, I'm not winding you up. Is this a real thing? I have genuinely done that before. Because I read yeah. that and I was like, this it's like book cucumbers, is mental. you know. Okay, I thought this was like... It's a... just a bit more minging. Okay, I didn't realise that was a thing. They're wet tea bags as well, by the way. Yeah, I know, because Stephen complains about them getting <laughs> on the bed. Yeah. Maybe, uh... I didn't realise it was a real thing. Maybe, Fair enough. Maybe See, we'll... I learned so much doing this, <laughs> this, this podcast. We'll give you a little uh, eye treatment over Christmas. Oh. You could unpuff my eyes. Yeah, you do get puffy eyes when you're tired. I do get very puffy eyes when I'm tired. Maybe oh. I could be Miss Christmas time. <laughs> um, Saturday morning at the breakfast table, Elizabeth's whinging to Stephen. Oh, the start of this yeah. dilemma uh-huh. that she doesn't know what to get for Todd <laughs> uh, for Christmas. She's considering a wallet, but she thinks that might be too extravagant. <laughs> A wallet might be too How is that extravagant. extravagant. Well, I can tell you one thing. A slight spoiler for later in the podcast. The gift she does get, Todd, is definitely not extravagant. So no. she does accomplish that goal. How is a, You're right there. How is a wallet I guess she's thinking like a real leather initials into it or something. Oh, oh well, like his personal Louis Vuitton. Yeah, sure. Like, no, just, you know, get him a, a cheap ten dollar wallet yeah yeah that's that but that in my head that's what it was it was just like a really cheap you know fake leather wallet or something mm. but she's like just really she's over the top about this, about this she's, yeah. it's like constant from now like she just thinks i want to get tired all the time mm. um and she admits to Stephen that she's been wondering if they're growing apart and Stephen says if any couple can survive a long distance relationship then it's you two but then something catch Stephen's eye oh my god and he gasps he audibly gasps <laughs> what does he see um he sees jessica she's dressed as an elf 
And she's got a very inventive costume. Well, you say that she's dressed as an elf, and the book constantly tells us she's dressed as an elf, but see if this screams elf to you. <laughs> yeah, she's been very inventive with this. Very resourceful. Yeah. So she's wearing green tights. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Green slippers with curled up toes and jingle bells on the front. Yeah. Fair enough. And she'd made a strange little suit out of a green plastic garbage bag with holes cut out of it for her arms and legs and she stapled it at the shoulders. <laughs> Couldn't she have found like a green dress or just Yeah, something? that's like traditionally, right? You just have a green dress. She's got dress. a fucking rubbish bag. <laughs> she's got a rubbish bag. And to make things worse... Yeah, she's... there's more. Oh, go on. Sorry. Continue. Um, she's stuffed the rubbish bag with newspaper to make herself look round. Can you imagine how noisy she is just moving yeah, sounds just, scrunchy. she'd be crunching all the time yeah. <laughs> and she's put a red long sleeve t-shirt under the garbage bag and she's painted her face green but that's not enough because of course all elves have to have a hat mm. so she calmly announces I need a hat she goes over to the bin the bin like the rubbish bin and takes a green plastic tomato basket out of the bin and starts tying long red ribbons on it on each side of it. <laughs> this is not Jessica Wakefield. No, she she's like had a. Med- I think like Suzanne Devlin coming has like mentally broken her. Like you can buy elf hats in shops. You can buy elf dresses in shops. Outfit. Oh my god! And she calmly says that to um, Elizabeth and Stephen. Yeah, because Liz is like, "What on earth are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like what she says, is going haven't on? Haven't either of you ever seen an elf before? <laughs> Well, I, I, I actually, like that. I actually think I have, and they don't look like this. So, <laughs> um, and she haughtily tells them that she's volunteered to be an elf at the mall and help Santa pass out presents. Yeah, and Steve's like, I, th- I thought you were gonna. Have you noticed, by the way, we're we're this many books in now. I feel like me and Stephen are on good terms, so I call him Steve now. Rather ah. than Stephen. <laughs> uh, I know him a bit better now. Um, so he he's like, I thought you wanted to be Miss Christmas time. And Jess says, oh, you don't know anything because the Miss Christmas time competition is not until the afternoon and she'll be out of the elf outfit, outfit and ready in plenty of time. Yeah, because it's the selection day. Um, and she tells him it's a Pi Beta Alpha thing. Cara was supposed to be doing it, but she's got a bad cold. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a sorority thing. Mm, they do it every year. Yeah. Um, and then we're reminded that Elizabeth thinks the PBAs are snobs. It's like, well, they're helping out the community more than you do. Like, yeah, they're doing a good deed. What are you doing? Today, You're doing Liz? nothing, Liz. Sitting there, moping about what to get Todd for Christmas. This is the kind of thing that you'd expect Liz to be doing. Yeah. And just to be making fun of. And obviously, she's a member by name only. Oh yes, Why because she's above. Fucking them. join it in the bloody first place. This irritates me every time he brings this up. Yeah. Why are you even in it? Why were you in the unicorns? Why were you in this? Why are you in that? Liz, just just don't. Um. And on she, the on the way out. Sorry, go on. I, I was just going to say what you said. Jess storms out, but then uh, Stephen calls her back, saying, uh, "Secret Santa." Yeah, there's a parcel addressed to her on the porch. Yeah. It's her first secret Santa gift. It's a wooden jewellery box that plays Beethoven. Yes. um, Of course, Elizabeth's the one that recognises the composer. Yes, yeah. Um, And of course, Jess immediately is like, it must be from Hans because it's a European (laughs) gift. Yeah, she says it's got European taste written all over it. 
And Beethoven was German, so it's definitely from Hans. Yeah, was that's Beethoven fact. German? Fact. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I think I think he might be. I don't know. I don't know anything about classical music. No, me either. And I, I was like, zero. is this meant to be a joke about how stupid Jessica is, or is it true and he actually is German? Well, if he <laughs> isn't German, then you can put me down as just as stupid as Jessica. Cause and I, me. I, I don't know. Jessica's thrilled with this gift, and she dances out of the house. Yeah, I think she's more thrilled with the thought that it's hands. Yeah. But, yeah. So, hours later, it's 2pm. Yeah, and she, Jess is done with being an yeah. elf. Turns out it's quite tiring work. So she's giving out... The, she's like Santa's helper, right? She's giving mm. the gifts to the kids and all of that stuff. Her face hurts from smiling and she's got a headache because of all the noisy kids. But that's fine. Because, you know, there's two shifts. And the shift's coming to an end. So, mm. you know, she's it's time to go get ready for Miss Christmas time, right? She asks Santa when the replacement elf is arriving. But he says that there isn't one. She's got to stay until 5pm. Yeah, Santa tells her... By the way, we, we they never name this guy, so I'm calling him Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa says that uh, he hopes that they don't have to close early and disappoint all the kids. Mm. And she knows that he's right. Yeah. Even just... Jessica can't be that evil. But she will continue for the rest of the day, but she's got to make some phone calls first. Mm. She calls Kara. Uh, she goes off to her payphone. And calls Kara and she says, why did you tell me it would only be for an hour or two? Because I'm supposed to be at the Civic Centre for Miss Christmas Time selection. Kara feels terrible. Yeah. And she lets it slip that Lila put her up to faking a cold and making Jessica do the elf thing as a joke. Yeah, so the the joke is that it would be funny, supposedly Lila said, it would be funny for uh, them to see her in green paint. Mm. But I refused... So... (sighs) Kara says she didn't know that Jessica was entering the Miss Christmas time competition. How would she not know that? Like, how would you not know? Jessica would have told everyone yeah, that she was she entering this. Um, and then Jessica's seething. Her dream is ruined. Yeah. She says she <laughs> she tells Kara, she's like, I am going to go. I, I need to go help Santa with the kids. But first, I'm going to phone Lila and kill her. Over the phone. Over the phone. With via my voice. The phone. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to five PM and Santa notices her glum face. Yeah. And he asks, "What's up?" Yeah, he he thanks her for being such a good elf and helping mm. out, and he's like, "You know, what's wrong?" And she explains all about Miss Christmas time, and he says, "Well, it's not as glamorous, <laughs> but you could ride on my float." I ooh, imagine. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I, I imagine that Santa just did a Liz where he's like, what's wrong? And then immediately regrets asking what's wrong. <laughs> imagine being this guy who's like dressed as Santa, does this every year, sees like his, his elf like upset and he's like, oh, what's wrong? And then she comes out with this mental story about like Pi Beta Alpha and like <laughs> Miss Christmas time and how they've like tricked her into doing this to force her so she can't win it. He must have been just sat there like, what? What? <laughs> And he, yeah, he says you can ride on my float as an elf if you want to. Yeah, and and Jess can't think of anything more humiliating. No, but then she has an idea. Yeah, and she says, "Count me in." Mm. She gets home and she tells Liz she was framed, and bitch Elizabeth tries not to laugh. Yeah, she's well. I guess she does look ridiculous. But um. It's still a bit mean, isn't it? It's very mean, yeah. Jessica angrily rips open the trash bag dress and yanks the newspaper out. Oh, no. 
She tells Liz that her plan is to steal Lila's crown and dress from the Civic Centre changing room on, on the parade day and replace it with her elf costume. And Lila won't be able to make a scene and disappoint Santa, so she'll have to be an elf. Now, and Jessica can be Miss Christmas time. I have to question this whole... I've got some questions too. Yeah. So the question I've got is, presumably Na- like Lila's not <clears throat> turning up naked, so she will have clothes like it's not like she's not going to turn up and be like oh i have nothing to wear i've turned up naked so i have to wear this elf outfit she would have turned up in the clothes she wore so like even if she steals the crown and stuff and leaves the elf outfit there is absolutely no reason why lila would have to dress up as this elf yeah and the question i've got is won't the organizers notice that Miss Christmas time is a completely different girl yeah, to the one yeah, they chose. Yeah, suddenly, suddenly you're not the person that won yeah, the competition. Yeah, like, you didn't win win this title. Yeah. Um, but Liz thinks this is a great plan. Yeah, and she she says like you know, oh, you're you, you terrify me, but in this instance, I can see a point. She does kind of deserve it. And then Alice comes in and she tells them that Suzanne is going to be staying in Jessica's room. So Jessica has to clean it by tomorrow morning. Yeah, not only are we having this awful person here, you also have to move out of your room. Give up your room. Now, Alice and Ned, I think you should give up your room. (laughs) Well, I mean... They've got a spare room. Oh, no, they haven't got a spare room. Also, well, well, firstly, why not just put her in Liz's room as that's already tidy? Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, they won't have to stress Maybe about Alice is like, I've tidy. been waiting for this yeah. room to get tidied for so long. And also, they've got the, like, they've they got already, the den. They already, she already hates me. I'll just make her a tidier <laughs> room as well. And they've got the den as well. Like, put her in the den where Betsy stayed. Yeah. Did Betsy stay in the den? Uh, she did. Yeah, she or stayed in the study or something. Yeah. But yeah, they've, they've got other rooms. Just let her stay outside. <clears throat> But um, yeah. sunny, it's this hot, you know. Just not going to freeze to death. Shove right. her on the on the on like the sun lounger next to the pool. Yeah, just tie her to the tree like you did with Sally. <laughs> and so, uh, that's a twins. Jessica's going to be sleeping in Elizabeth's room for two weeks, and Liz isn't happy about this. No, obviously not. She calls Jessica the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> but of course, it does give Jessica more <laughs> of an idea how to make Suzanne's life more miserable. Yeah, they call her Devil Face Devlin. <laughs> um, Jessica says, we'll make Devil Face Devlin have a room waiting for her that she'll never believe. Yeah. They're going to put burnt out light bulbs in the lamps. That's not really going to be that bad. She'll just go and get a new light bulb. Yeah, it's not like they're going to explode or anything. Just like, oh, okay. Yeah, just change the light bulb. Um, short sheet the bed. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means, no. <laughs> But again, I'm sure it's not that much of a big deal. She'll just fix it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and plant horrible things in the corners of the room. Well, from what we've heard about Jessica's room, there's probably horrible things in the corners already. Yeah, to be honest, the biggest thing she could do to sabotage the room is just leave it as it is. Yeah. And then we cut to the Dairy Burger. It's packed with Sweet Valley High students. Yeah, it, it basically uh, Liz and Jess head to the dairy to meet people and then uh, it takes them forever to get to their table because Jess is just telling every single table about what happened. Yeah, and she's looking for hands. Yeah. Um, and Ken waves them over to the booth he's sat in with Aaron, Aaron Dallas and his new girlfriend, Patsy Weber. I think, yeah, and Olivia and Winston. So it seems like Aaron gets with Patsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, you remember Patsy, right? I do. I do Perfect indeed. Perfect Patsy. 
even more beautiful than the Wakefield twins. Yeah. Not an ounce of fat on her body. No, perfection. Um, so yeah, apparently she's with Aaron. Olivia and Roger are there as well. And Enid. Yeah, with her date. A freshman from Sweet Valley College called Chip. Chip Ettel. Ettelson? <laughs> Ettelson? I'm not Stay sure. in a college guy. Yeah, I know. Go Enid. Yeah. Um, Winston winks at Ken as he asks Jessica if her secret Santa's been good to her. She doesn't notice this wink and she smugly says that he's a man of incredible taste. Patsy tells them that her secret Santa has bought her a five-pound bag of pistachios. I I, I like pistachios. Um, and Aaron's going to get jealous, apparently. Right. But then he, Aaron says that he got a coupon for a free back rub from his. Now, that is and, a on. questionable gift from a kid, right? And we know Elizabeth sent that because... Oh, yeah! My God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, at the beginning of the book, we're told she had Aaron. That's a very un-Liz thing to say. That's a very un... Do you know, I think Suzanne Devlin visiting has really messed these twins up. (laughs) They're like opposites now. I think that the writer forgot that they said that at the start. I think you might be right. It wasn't like the first two pages. I'd forgotten. Liz would no way send that. The opposite of what Liz would do. I agree. Um, What kind of secret Santa is this? Well, I guess we're we're about to find out. (laughs) And Jessica says, speaking of surprises, she's got a bad one for them. Now... Honestly, at this point, <clears throat> obviously this is the news of Suzanne Devlin coming. I honestly thought that this bad news was going to be about the mall and her not being Miss Christmas time. <laughs> no, she tells them that Suzanne is visiting. And she gets quite an extreme reaction. Uh, Ken shouts, the plague! The plague <laughs> is coming to visit! <laughs> Winston buries his head in his hands and says, we're ruined! <laughs> Like it's like it's like she's staying with the Wakefields, but somehow it's still going to ruin Winston's yeah. Christmas. And Aaron says, "I can't stand it." <laughs> and Patsy's like, oh, "Yeah, Patsy's like, who the fuck is this person? This? She might be quite nice." <laughs> um, Liz says to everyone, "She apparently wants to apologise." And Winston says, "Fat chance. She probably just wants to spread more misery." And and poor Chip as well. Yeah, Chip has like no Chip and idea just what anyone's like, fucking talking on? about. So Winston explains to them that Suzanne is bad news with a capital B, a pain in the neck with a capital P, and he doesn't think the town will last that long under siege. Oh, boy. (laughs) And Aaron says, well, if you need any help giving her a rough time, then me and Winston are ready. Yeah, and of course, Liz, like, goes to say, like, I'm not sure we should get other people involved. But before she even can, Jess immediately says, I knew we could count on you for your help. Thanks so much, guys. And then just runs away Mm -hmm. to find hands. And um, Elizabeth's horrified by this as well. Yeah. But Enid says to Liz, don't worry about Suzanne. She can't be that bad. Yeah. And she can be. But Uh, suddenly, the whole restaurant went quiet. Yeah, like, Liz is having a conversation, and she just realises that no one's talking. Mm. The swim team have walked in, led by Bill Chase, and they're wearing nothing but bathing suits and towels around their necks. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, they've got an arm on each other's shoulder. Yeah, weirdly. I can't even... (laughs) I I don't know. My question is, are their bathing suits as tiny as Bruce Patman's famous bathing suits? I'm, I assumed they were. I hope they are. Um, and they stop in front of Olivia. Who is horrified. Yeah. And they say, your secret Santa has instructed us to serenade you. 
They start playing pitch pipes and singing Silent Night. Out of key. <laughs> She's mortified. And she begs Roger to make them stop. Yeah. But <laughs> she does start to enjoy it after a they while. They carry on for ten minutes. Yeah, I know. They they literally go through like every song they can think of, I think. Like what do the da- what do the Dairy Burger management think about this? Like, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't kick isn't them it out. public indecency? I would have thought. I would have thought it would be. Especially if it's Bruce Patman. Yeah, and especially if they're, you know, teenagers. Like <laughs> and there's food around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apparently everyone loves it. Um apart from one person. Boring Liz. Yeah. She she thinks, what would Mr. Collins say if he knew how exotic the secret Santa gifts are becoming? I've noticed they use exotic to replace <clears throat> a different word that sounds a lot like exotic. <laughs> and also, like she can talk. Miss Miss Yeah, back she rub. just keeps someone a pack from. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's worse. I agree. I agree. Ken and Winston start teasing Liz about Todd again, and she's not amused. No, she's she's clearly not happy. She's she's in a really bitchy mood, and uh, at the end at the end of the night, she goes uh, to wait for Jessica in the parking lot with Enid. Yeah, and Enid's like noticed. She's clearly not happy. Mm. Jessica's in there flirting with hands. Yeah, and so she confides in Enid that she's nervous about seeing Todd. And he just says, you two are like bread and butter. It'll be great. You belong together. Yeah, and then they start talking about Chip. Mm. Um, and it says, it's their second date with him. Um, and she thinks he's a little bit too nice. But she mm. does like him. Liz thinks he's adorable. And then Jessica finally tears herself away from Hans uh, and comes out. And she tells Liz that she's in love. Yes, apparently, quote, those foreigners <clears throat> really know how to kiss. And then she says she could live in a castle in Bavaria. And Lisbeth says that sounds like a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jessica tells her she's not really serious um, and she doesn't actually want to fall in love uh, because she could never be like Elizabeth with all that long distance stuff. Yeah, she says she really can't understand how Liz can be with Todd so far away and be dedicated to him. But Liz points out that apparently they're together i'm really confused so apparently i guess they're together but they're allowed to date other people Mm. while they're not together yeah it seems like that's what's happened yeah which is just bizarre and i know we've missed that book so i guess we'll get to that book soon when they do leave and we'll find out these grand rules but i mean it is a thing it's not something i would uh ever agree to it sounds bizarre to me but it is a thing um and then but she admits to jessica that she hasn't been dating anyone else no Jessica says, well, I wonder if Todd's popular at his new school. What would you do if you fell in love with someone else there? Yeah, and Liz just kind of freezes. She doesn't Mm. know what to say. Yeah. And then we cut to Alice. Oh, yeah. She's at the airport to meet Suzanne, and nobody else have have wanted to go. Yeah, it it makes it clear that she wishes that the the twins were there to help her with this awkward situation. (laughs) A situation that her and Ned are 100% responsible for creating. Yeah, no one wants to go and meet Suzanne. No, obviously not. Um, Alice had expected Suzanne to look different. Tom had warned them that she lost some weight and she looked pale and fragile. Yeah. But still beautiful. Oh, yeah. It makes it very clear. She's got some faint, faint vein lines on her forehead. But other than that, (laughs) she's perfect. Um, In the car, she's surprisingly polite. 
And she's like, even Alice is expecting her to be a yeah. bitch. She's like, you, you know, she's just going to be a bitch. But Alice warns her she's not going to get a great reception uh, from the Sweet Valley kids. But, yeah. But says, I admire you for having the courage to come. And then we get Alice's inner monologue. She she wishes the twins knew what she knew about Suzanne, but she's been sworn to secrecy. Yes. So at this point, we don't know either. No, no. We know that she's on some medication, I think. I think it, it, it says uh, that she knew she'd lose yeah. some weight because of the medication, but mm. we know nothing else. Um, and we know that Suzanne has sworn them to secrecy because she doesn't want to be pitied. Hmm. Meanwhile, Jessica has warned Elizabeth and Stephen, no pity. If she's nice, it's just a trick. Well, it was a trick and an act last time. Yeah. We have to bear in mind, in the last book she was in, she was lovely to everyone and it was a complete manipulation yeah, the whole really time. she was really lovely. She was lovely, yeah. So when she arrives, they're all rude to her. Um, they pretend they've forgotten she was coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they pretend Jessica acts like she's forgotten <clears throat> who Suzanne even is. Yeah. She's like, oh, how is the trip from Miami? Even though, like, clearly she's from New yeah. York. And Jess went to New York. Yeah, Suzanne's like, oh, you stayed in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Stephen just stares at her and won't speak. Yeah, yeah. Liz can't stand the awkward silence. So she asks Suzanne how her flight was. And Suzanne says it was boring. And Jessica says, well, we're used to being bored in little old Sweet Valley. Because yeah. last time Suzanne was here, she was, you know, thinking, oh, this, this hick town. This hick backwards town. Yeah, yeah. Acting like it was some kind of, just like, you know. Beneath her. Yeah. Yeah. Suzanne tells Jessica that she's not with Pete anymore and she's sorry about what happened. Sorry about my ex attempted rape on you so i guess the devlins must have told suzanne you'd assume right i mean she found out one way or another she comes home and is like by the way your boyfriend tried to rape jessica yeah i mean they did witness that we're not going to tell the police or, or do anything or, or, or tell the wakefield parents we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna leave it just gonna leave that one jessica says well we're not used to that kind of thing happening in small town america well, let like, me well, introduce you actually, to Bruce Patman. Yeah, like actually, you're really used to it. It happens to you all the fucking it, time. It happens quite a lot. Um, so when Suzanne goes upstairs to freshen up, Elizabeth says to Jess, like, you're overdoing it a little bit. Yeah. And she feels sorry for Suzanne. Jess, though. Jess immediately tells Liz, come on, Liz, you've got to have some, you've got to have a little backbone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she has uh, given in pretty quickly. Yeah, like, immediately. It's been like five minutes. Yeah, she's not even unpacked yet. And Liz is she's like, oh, a, let's be she's nice. She's such a doormat. She really she's is. such a sap. She really is. Later on, Suzanne has gone to bed early and Jessica says, she's not even all that. She's actually a bit pale and she's way too thin. And Elizabeth is like, well, she didn't look like that last time she was here. Mm. But she told Liz that she'd been on a new diet. Yeah. Stephen says that he finds it hard um, to hate her now that she's here. Yeah. She seems so nice and so delicate. Those two, they're letting the team down. They are, but Jess is having none of it. No. She says it's all fake and manipulative. Yeah, and she points out that they that Elizabeth thought she was really nice before. Yeah, yeah, everyone did. what happened there. Absolutely. She's got an idea. She suggests they ruin Suzanne's diet by putting butter into her food so she'll gain weight. <laughs> Uh, they've already uh, short-sheeted her bed and Suzanne's had to remake the whole thing. 
whatever that that means again yeah jess also thinks that um <laughs> jess also says that she she thinks that the whole reason suzanne's come here is because she's got a mental health issue about her weight and that she's avoiding going to <laughs> europe because she hears that europe has really fattening foods <laughs> I don't think... I mean, America's got really fattening food. I know. Food, well, I thought it was like, I think every country... You're at the dairy burger has... every damn day. Yeah. I mean, every country has fattening food, yeah. really. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know that one's more than the other. So, yeah, I, I still don't know what this, this shortening of the bed sheets is. No, I, I, I don't, I don't understand what that is, but... Um, and, yeah, Jessica says, don't come to me for help when Suzanne turns back into devilish Devlin. Yeah. And then Todd phones to speak to Liz. And he's shocked to hear that Suzanne's back. Yeah, he can't believe it. <clears throat> he says that he'll be over to see her in the morning as soon as he's dropped his bags off at Kent's. Yeah, and Liz asks, uh, you know, are you sure you're okay with me not coming to the airport? Uh, but Todd says, you know, he, he's fine with it as he'd rather that they get to spend their first moment together alone rather than have to have Ken's family there. And I was like, that's not, that's a bit weird. I'd be fine with that. I just, yeah, I want to see you at the airport. I don't hmm. care if like, someone else's family's there. We love yeah, each other. Yeah, you're only going like, to give like, a hug and a kiss. It's not a problem, is it? You're not going to start ripping each other's clothes off. <laughs> no. It's like, come on, I'm sure the Matthews family has seen a connect the dots kiss before. It'd be <laughs> fine. And then Todd hangs up and we get this really Jesus really Christ. like weird scene. I can't believe this. Um, Todd staring at the snow through the window of his parents' greenhouse. Yeah. And he thinks to himself, winter magic. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly looking like a, a Hallmark movie. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> winter magic. That's the name of the film. It's like a, it's like a Hallmark Christmas movie in Vermont. <laughs> and it's like a Hallmark summer movie in Sweet Valley. But then we hear his thoughts. Jesus. Um, so we discover that he's seen Suzanne less than a month ago. Yes, he did. He'd been on a school skiing trip to Killington and he'd run into her. Uh, she'd hung out with him and his friend Jerry. Who sounds like a sexist <clears throat> piece of shit. Yeah, Jerry's like obsessed with... Um, Ski bunnies. Girls. Yeah. Yes. But Suzanne was completely different than she used to be. They, the three of them hung out. They even went to a bustling burger joint and Suzanne actually had fun. The next day, Suzanne had asked Todd to see him alone for a walk. What? And she told him how ashamed she was of how she'd acted. And it was all because she was angry at her parents. Get used that is to not this. A f- fucking this is, valid excuse. This, this excuse, this is the excuse that Suzanne gives for... Uh, accusing someone of attempted rape. This is the excuse that Suzanne gives for treating Aaron Dallas and Winston like shit. Stealing. This yeah. is her excuse. She also, earlier on, I think it was earlier on, or it might be in a bit, she also uses it as the excuse for why Pete tried to rape yeah, Jessica. Yeah, that, that hasn't happened yet. That's Unbelievable. How, like, it's like everyone this in this book. This is not a valid excuse. No, for it's like all my parents. Nearly like, fucking Mr. Collins' whole life and career up. I was just mad at my parents. Yeah, I was mad at my parents, so that makes everything okay. But Todd noticed how beautiful she looked. Yeah, he thinks she looks amazing and he can't deny it. Now, that's fine. You can think she looks amazing. We, we, we all knew she looked amazing originally. Oh, didn't we just? But that doesn't mean <laughs> or make anything she's done okay. I still can't believe she's more amazing than Patsy. No. Aaron's Aaron stepped up. Yeah. But apparently they've got some chemistry and they'd almost kissed, but she backed off at the last second. So, to be clear, 
Todd was going to go through with that. Mm -hmm. That was her having some restraint, not him. Yeah. Back to the present. Todd thinks that he should have told Liz that he'd seen her, uh, but he thinks it's too late now. He also thinks that he shouldn't feel guilty uh, as nothing really happened. But you're lying. But something did nearly happen and it would have happened and you should probably have said something. I mean, at least when Liz told you that... You could have just said I bumped into her. Yeah, like at the the moment that she was like, oh, hey, Suzanne's coming, you should have said, oh, by the way, I bumped into her. But he thinks if he says something now, she'll wonder why he didn't tell her in the first place. She's going to wonder that anyway, Todd. So he decides to keep it a secret. Which is lucky for him, because Suzanne could let that slip immediately. I know. For all he knows. Like, he's no idea. Elizabeth isn't sleeping well that night. Jessica's keeping her awake, babbling about how she's had nothing but chronic aggravation for the last few days. (laughs) Lila's at a spa, toning her thighs for $300 per day. Uh, Yes, she's staying at La Venue, uh, which is apparently where celebrities go when they've put on a few pounds over at Thanksgiving. She's preparing for Miss Christmas time. Yes, apparently she's getting ultraviolet treatments. And Jessica says nobody will be able to see Lila's glowing complexion underneath all that green face paint when she's an elf. <laughs> Liz tells her that Lila should find out how Suzanne lost so much weight. And Jessica says she probably lost it by being evil, crafty and manipulative. Well... If that was the case, Jessica would be wasting away by now. Well, I was going to say, I actually put a note here saying that explains why the twins were perfect size six. Yeah. Because <laughs> both of them, I think both of them have been like manipulative, evil and crafty. Yeah. So, yeah. The next day, Elizabeth goes downstairs without waking Jess up because she thinks poor Suzanne deserves a problem-free breakfast. Poor Suzanne. Poor, poor Suzanne. Suzanne's jumpy when Elizabeth goes down. She's by the sink with a glass of water and a bottle of pills in her hand, which she quickly slips into her dressing gown pocket. Yeah. Liz offers Suzanne some breakfast, and and Suzanne's really pleased and says that she wants to apologise. Yeah. Uh, She says, I know I was a perfect beast. A perfect beast. (laughs) Who talks like that? It's interesting, yeah, it's an interesting use of language. (laughs) And Liz is like, well, it's all fine. We're all happy you're here. It's not all fine. I know. Not at all. And then Suzanne brings up Mr. Collins and Elizabeth changes the subject and asks her if she wants milk on her cereal. It's like, yeah. it would be a bit weird to have it dry, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. It would be a bit weird to have it dry. And also it's a bit no, weird No, I just, just want a bowl of dry cereal, just, thanks. Yeah, just want to eat some cereal. <laughs> um, and yeah, Suzanne carries on about Mr. Collins uh, and, tells, and she uses her parents as an excuse again. Yep. Like, I just can't sympathise with this. No, me either. Me either. This is not a valid excuse to ruin someone's life. Elizabeth can't bear to hear her say Mr. Collins' name and think she'll be she'll never be able to forgive her for what she did to him. Well, why are you feeling sorry for him being so nice? Yeah, then? you you already kind of have forgiven. You're thinking her. you're not forgiving her, but you're telling her that you're happy she's here and yeah, your your fine. actions are doing the opposite and trying to yeah. prevent Jessica from carrying out the plan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, luckily. Jessica turns up um, and uh, basically almost immediately makes out like uh, she might have stolen her blouse. Yeah, her cream silk blouse. From the sets. Yeah. Liz glares at Jessica. She goes upstairs to dry her hair and leaves Jessica alone with Suzanne. And Suzanne brings up Pete. Oh yeah, this is this is where she blames his, his uh, yeah. attempted assault on his parents treating him like shit. Yeah. She explains, she's like, he's got trouble with his parents too. 
He's not. He's not usually like that. Yeah, sure. Okay. And Jessica again says, "We don't see behaviour like this out in the sticks." You do though. And again, all the damn time. Actually, you do. do Scott Bruce Patman. There's been more. I just can't. There think has been of more. Them. Those are just the two worst examples. Rick. Rick. Yeah. How could we forget? First episode. Rick Double and love. Deborah. Yeah. With his sloppy kisses. Oh. <laughs> Hey, hey there, heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which way to Mars? <laughs> Best chat up line ever. The chat up line is started Sweet Valley. <laughs> uh, Stephen comes down and they sharp about it because obviously Jessica doesn't want him to know. No, no, of course. Jessica goes to answer the door. She comes back in shrieking that her secret Santa has sent her another gift. Yeah, she comes in shouting, Daisies! Daisies! And Suzanne doesn't know what a secret Santa is. I know. I, like, you're from New uh, York, really? The last time, Ned didn't know what drawing straws was. Yeah. Like, I'm so confused <laughs> that like, people in Sweet Valley just don't know anything. <laughs> oh, no, this is Suzanne as well. Yeah, she's, she's like, from surely, surely secret New York. Santa happens in she's, New York. She's been Suzanne. to school all over the world, apparently. Yeah. Well, she didn't know about secret Santa. Um, and uh, she needs Stephen to explain it to her. Mm. And Jessica snips the stems off of her daisies and she says... These daisies are so beautiful, but I forget they have thorns. Yeah, and then looks... she makes really intense eye contact with Suzanne as she snips off the ends. Yeah, I imagine she did that thing with her fingers as well, you know, when she pointed at her eyes and pointed at her <laughs> eyes. Yeah. And Suzanne's uh, feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not surprised. <laughs> it's deserved, though. Liz calls Jessica upstairs to ask if she's seen her blue sweater. Todd's on his way over and she's panicking. Jessica offers to lend her her leather pants. But Liz says, uh, no, just stick to khakis. Yeah, she's like, oh, I don't want... <laughs> she's like, I wouldn't want Todd to think that I've gained a personality. Yeah. I wouldn't want to actually look like I've made an effort. Yeah, I don't want to make too much effort. Just give me these disgusting khakis to put yeah, on. Fine. The first time I've seen my boyfriend in months. <laughs> um, they talk about Suzanne and Jessica says she wants Suzanne gone by Friday night. And she's going to make sure that she ends up begging to be on the next flight to Switzerland. Yeah, Liz says that she's worried that they're 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 giving Suzanne a nervous breakdown. Um, you know, and uh, Jess basically says, "I've seen the pills." Yeah, she says Suzanne's got 137 kinds of pills in her makeup bag, and it might explain why she's so thin. Yeah, she's a pill popper, half a medicine bag. <laughs> did you catch that 137? I did. There's another one in a bit as well. There is. Um, <clears throat> I feel like we haven't had the 137 it's been a while hasn't a couple it of I, was, I yeah. was thinking that it was quite refreshing it's nice that they're back it's good Elizabeth says Jessica does have a point um, and Jessica says we've obviously got a hysterical deviant drug addict on our hands yeah I couldn't believe this Liz has gone from like oh maybe we should lay off to like hmm. oh no like, and I love neither of them and this continues through the book none of them for one moment consider that this might be medicine they're like she's on yeah. drugs and to the point that Liz I had to reread this because I thought it might be Jessica but Liz says <clears throat> you're right we shouldn't leave her down there for too long on her own yeah. we need to what go down what do think she's going to do like steal steal everything steal everything <laughs> but she also money. like Stephen's down there as well it's like she's going to start stealing yeah, stuff yeah they rush back downstairs no, no. but she's fine she's just chatting to Stephen about the Christmas dance and Stephen is telling her that she should come along 
to the Christmas party. And he tells her about the parade. I know. It's like, Fucking basically, idiot. He, he says about the Christmas party and Jess gives him, like, daggers. And yeah. then he just continues. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well. Why would she want to go to that anyway, though? I know. I it's going to be all the people that she was humiliated in front of last time. Yeah, A, the people that she was humiliated in front of and B, the people that hate her. Mm. It's like, surely if you were going to try and make it up to people, you do them one at a time. Yeah, you I would like, not hey, be going see to that party. But she says she'd love to see some of the twins' friends again, especially Aaron. She's got some fucking... Nerve. She really does. Stephen says Jessica's going to be an elf in the parade. Jessica goes mad and she says, Lila's the elf, I'm going to be Miss Christmas time. Yes, but then the doorbell rings. Oh, firstly as well, Suzanne asks if Jessica won a contest to be Miss Christmas Time. Oh, yeah. And she snaps, actually, I spent the day wearing a garbage bag. (laughs) Suzanne's horrified. Yeah. (laughs) And Jen and Jessica screams, it's none of your business. (laughs) Yeah, then as you said, the doorbell arrives and it's Todd. Oh, boy. He's looking hot in some tan chino pants. Yeah, he looks amazing. Dress sense. I know, yeah. I know. He immediately gives Liz a big old bear hug. Um, and apparently, even Jessica is jumping up and down. She's so happy to see Todd. Weird, but okay. Won't last. Suzanne comes into the hallway holding Jessica's daisies in a vase, and she gasps when she sees Todd. She starts trembling violently. So much so <laughs> that the vase falls from her hands mm. and smashes onto the floor. She bursts into tears and she runs away. That's a very extreme reaction. Well, the thing is, we, we know that they have some history, but this is not a I almost kissed you or you almost <clears throat> kissed me reaction. This is like a you assaulted me reaction. Yeah. You know, she's like, this is like a horror. Like, she's she like shouldn't be that shocked. surprised to see him. She doesn't know that he's from Sweet Valley. As well. And that he dates Liz. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not inconceivable that he might be visiting his family at Christmas. She has the most extreme reaction ever. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, but one for the tick box it's another example of someone going red and running away <laughs> and Todd plays innocent and he says do I look that terrible probably the tan chinos Todd yes you do yeah terrible. you do and also what the fuck Todd like this is the time to explain for sure yeah he's like oh I don't know what yeah, he's wrong like, with oh, her oh, I don't know what a weirdo when Suzanne comes back down she apologises and she says I've been getting dizzy spells lately and Jessica thinks to herself, that's what happens when you swallow half a medicine cabinet with your morning coffee. <laughs> uh, Liz- Liz- oh, sorry, come on. No, no, I was just going to say what you were going to say. You don't know what I was going to say. You were going to say that Elizabeth realises that she's wet from the flowers. And I says was. says that she needs to go and change <laughs> before they go to see Winston. And Stephen takes off as well. Jessica follows Stephen out and she goes on about Suzanne being a druggie. Yeah, Stephen actually comes to her defence and says they, they should probably lay off. Yeah. Um, and Stephen and Liz are just letting... They, they're doormats. They're absolute doormats. Um, and uh, Stephen heads out to the garage um, <clears throat> to, to get in the car. I like how you said the, the American way then. Garage. We say garage we over say here. We say garage over here, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, as um, Todd joins Suzanne in the kitchen. Yeah, Todd asks Suzanne not to tell anyone that they ran into each other at Killington. And she says she'll do whatever Todd thinks is best. Jessica overhears this and immediately assumes they're in love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, it does kind of... It does sound bad. Todd not saying anything absolutely adds credence to this. It's like, well, you obviously have a secret because you didn't just say it. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, Jessica vows that she's going to get Suzanne. 
Yeah. Even more than she was going to get her before. Yeah, now she's like, no, she's definitely going to. She even, uh, she thinks, that sneaky, conniving rat. <laughs> First she stole my sister's necklace, and now she's stealing her boyfriend too. Like, he has no say in this. No, no, he's completely, uh... Well, it does, it does then say... De- Jess does, like, pretty much think, like, she's always suspected that deep down Todd was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and, the, you know, but she she obviously can't just blame Todd. Suzanne is the one, you know, manipulating this. Yeah. It's definitely more Suzanne than Todd, as far as Jess is concerned. We cut to the beach where Jessica has summoned Winston and Aaron for an emergency meeting. That's, like, the best kind of, like, imagine that. It's like an emergency meeting. It's like, oh, okay, where are we going to meet? The beach. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty nice. That's a nice place for a meeting. She tells them Suzanne's a druggie who carries 137 types of pills around and she's high all the time. There it is. And she keeps being rude about Sweet Valley. So basically she's just lying. Yeah, but she won't... She's trying to defend uh, or protect Liz a little so she refuses to say about Todd. Yeah, so she wants them to, you know, be as angry as she is but she doesn't want to say Exactly what's going on, yeah. She tells an even bigger lie then. She says that Suzanne said that all the guys in Sweet Valley are gross and they don't know how to keep a girl happy. Aaron goes so over the top here. (laughs) It's like, I've heard enough. He's like, I can't stand to hear another moment (laughs) of people telling me that I'm not a man. (laughs) Well, he's got some issues and some underlying issues. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Sweet Valley Confidential. Oh boy. Find out something about Aaron. Oh. He may have problems maybe with his masculinity. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think it's, yeah, it is Aaron. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Winston says, um, yeah, Winston says he's willing to do anything to get rid of Suzanne. <laughs> sounds like anything. Sounds like he's saying he's going to murder her. Pretty much Get does, rid yeah. of her. Yeah, he's going to get I'll rid of her. I'll do anything. I'll be your hitman. <laughs> Jessica asks them to be Suzanne's secret Santas, but to do terrible things to her. Yeah. And they love this idea. So it's on. Plan C. Yeah. Can you tell me, because I'm sure you've got this written down. The next day, maybe, or later that day, Jess is by the pool and she's having a dream. Have you got this written down? The dream that yes, Jess was I have. having? Yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> so her dream is about Hans dancing with her in the Patman's ballroom. Yeah. And he's telling her how beautiful she is. And then Lila appears in an elf, in an elf suit, <laughs> hands her a crown and says, you've won. It also <laughs> says that she's had a drastic haircut, but it suits her. Yeah. I want to know what this drastic so haircut do I. was. So do I. I'm like, what, what is this haircut? And then she's disturbed by Stephen pouring cold water onto her neck. Yeah. And demanding she helps him make dinner. Now, this is awful as well, because like, <clears throat> Jess is like, why the hell are you waking me up? Why don't you go and get Suzanne to do it? And he's like, yeah. well, I couldn't get Suzanne to do it because Suzanne's asleep. And Jess is like, so was I. You just woke me up. Why, why don't you wake Suzanne up? Well, apparently Suzanne got dizzy earlier and nearly fell down the stairs. Oh, but Jessica doesn't believe any of that. She no. says you've been watching too many soap operas, Steve. Mm. She says Suzanne's poison and you'll find out what she's like soon enough. Again, we're we're like, God, we're we're well over well over 150 pages into this book at this point and still no one has considered that just maybe she's ill (laughs) doesn't even cross their mind on tuesday elizabeth gets back from the mall she's bought gifts for everyone apart from todd who she's still panicking about 
Yeah. She did manage to get a record for Stephen from Discount Discs, though. Wow. The record from the record shop. The record from the record shop. <laughs> the CD shop. Um, so, apparently, her and Todd hadn't spent much time alone together yet. He promised her last night that they would, but Ken had insisted they pop into the beach disco, and when they got there, Ken had organised a surprise welcome home party for Todd. How did they not tell Liz that Yeah, like, wouldn't, wouldn't he have told Todd's girlfriend and got her in on, on the I, I would have thought so, but apparently not. The droids have written and performed a song all about Elizabeth and Todd called I'll Wait For You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thinks that it's not Todd's fault that he's so popular. Poor Todd. Everyone wants a piece of him all night. That was the last... They danced to the droid song and that was the last she saw of him. Yeah. Um, But that night, he's going to pop in to see the Wakefields later. So she plans to go for a walk with him then and have a talk about where she stood. Yeah. Where she stands. She finds Suzanne in the kitchen looking white as a sheet and holding a red envelope. Oh no. What does it say? So she shows Liz a note made from cut out newspaper letters. And it said, Susie Devlin, go home from your secret Santas. This I, sounds like the same note as. I was going to say, I, I was really in hoping our last there'd episode. be like a really dodgy unicorn drawing at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that one said, you don't belong in Sweet Valley get out or something you and your brother to, don't belong to here to poor Sophie get out Rizzo of Sweet Valley yeah. in our last Casey's Ice Cream Parlour episode yeah um, it's weird how like they're, they're two se- separate book series but sometimes they kind of synchronise in weird ways yeah uh, so Liz calms Suzanne down and makes her some tea yeah and Suzanne admits to Liz she was jealous of her last time she visited mm-hmm. and she gives this really long sob story about her family have money but they never spent time with her it's like a really standard poor rich kid story yeah so that that absolutely justifies her stealing things treating everyone like (laughs) shit and accusing a teacher of attempted rape yeah because her parents didn't give her enough attention and liz says i'm beginning to understand but i'm not sure that everyone else will i'm not beginning to understand this still doesn't i'm not either it still is not an excuse for what she did are we being too harsh she (laughs) could have literally ruined that man's are we the only people reading this book who still hate Suzanne or are you guys all reading it and thinking yeah you know I'm on her side now I want to know yeah I'm curious are we just horrible people (laughs) well I don't know I I just can't I just think back to what she did to Mr. Collins and I think Um, back to poor Teddy yeah we read Too Good To Be True pretty recently we did yeah it was very quite fresh in our minds it's very raw it is raw for us Whereas, we haven't seen Teddy since. We don't know how Teddy is. Yeah, after he was all blotchy on the sofa, crying. Because <laughs> she wouldn't watch TV with him. Poor Teddy. Um, and then Suzanne says, well, I'm going to call Aaron and I'm going to offer to take him to lunch tomorrow. And Liz, like, thinks sure. there's no way he's going to agree to this, but I'm not going to say anything and just let her do it anyway. <laughs> And then when Jessica gets home, she finds Elizabeth reading by the pool. She asks her where the devil is, and Liz says she's taking another nap. And Jess is like, I told you she was a druggie. But finally, finally, Liz considers maybe Suzanne's ill. (laughs) It finally dawns on her. But yeah, you're right. Jess is like, she's a junkie, and it's all a lie. And Elizabeth tells her about Suzanne's invitation to take Aaron out to lunch. And Jessica says, is she going to poison him? And she also asks if Patsy's heard about this. Yeah. And Liz is like, well, it's not a date. And Jessica calls Liz gullible and says, Suzanne's obviously trying to seduce Aaron. Yeah. 
Jessica calls Aaron and she tells him Suzanne is a complete lunatic and she's told Liz that she's trying to steal him away from Patsy and he's got to do something. Yeah. Because apparently Patsy is notorious for getting jealous. Yeah, I was thinking Liz. I think she got really jealous before, didn't she, Patsy? Or is that someone else I'm thinking of? No, Liz was jealous of her before. Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew there was jealousy involved. (laughs) Because, yeah, I thought for someone who gets jealous easily... She wasn't very sympathetic towards Liz when no. Liz's boyfriend was rubbing sun cream into her back on yeah. the Wakefield pool. <laughs> yeah. And she was spending all of her time with Todd. Like, if she was a jealous person herself, surely she'd be like, I can understand why Elizabeth might be uncomfortable. Yeah, Liz, like, oh, I feel off. the same way, yeah. No, she was all over Todd. She was. Um, So, yeah, obviously not very, you know, empathetic person. No, clearly not. <laughs> but uh, Jessica's got a new plan. Mm-hmm. So she wants Aaron to call Suzanne back and tell her he'd love to spend some time with her, but he's just too busy for lunch. So she wants him to suggest that they can go to the Christmas dance together. But this is so I, I, this is so complicated. This plan. Okay. So so <laughs> yeah, go he, ahead. He has to say that there's his cousin's got this pre-party to go to before bruce patman's party and he's going to take suzanne to the pre-party but it's a small party so suzanne can't tell jessica or liz about it It has to be a secret because he doesn't want to upset them then on the day at the very last minute he has to phone suzanne and say that he's got a flat tire um so can she come and pick him up and he'll give her the address that he's at um, and then she's going to go up there and find nothing. Um, because basically the plan is to send her to Forest Road up to an old creepy house that's supposedly haunted. Is it the ghost in the graveyard house? Oh, I didn't have a name. That house. I couldn't remember. I couldn't yeah. Remember. I think it does. I remember the name of the road, but yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe it's that. Oh, house. that'd be cool but if it was. It would be nice, but I, I, I wasn't sure. So... He's a bit worried. Yeah, he is. He, he like, actually is. Like, I don't want to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I don't like her. But a young girl driving alone to a deserted house in a desert part of town. Yeah, but Jess is like, don't be silly. She's just going to drive there um, and realize no be one likes humiliated her. Yeah. and drive back. Mm-hmm. So he agrees to do it, and he says to Jessica that she should go into politics because she's so good at getting people on her side. Yeah, Jess That's thinks... That's a scary thought. That is a scary thought, but it makes Jessica think that um, Aaron's more intelligent than she thought. <laughs> He's so in- more intelligent than I thought because he sees me... As, he as sees manipulative. I am. Yeah. Uh, so later on, he calls Suzanne and he invents a cocktail party that his cousin Eddie's throwing. And she's really happy he's invited her. Why doesn't Suzanne question why Any he isn't going with his girlfriend? Yeah. Apparently she doesn't want to take him away from Patsy, but... No, she's not interested in him romantically, but she wants Surely to be Surely she'd be like, where's your girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, maybe she doesn't know that he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. I guess. It's not been, like, mentioned to yeah, her, I suppose. Actually. So then we get inside of her head. She shivers, and she remembers how Dr. Franklin had warned her that the medication she's on wouldn't help with this. She wonders if she's doing the right thing by not telling anyone. But like she told Len Alice, she doesn't want pity. So it's still this mystery illness. Yeah, we still don't know what it is, but we know she's taking medication, she's getting dizzy spells and feeling faint. Later on in the living room, Todd's in there with everybody and he's acting really fucking weird towards Suzanne. 
Yes, and Liz, Liz is noticed. noticing. Liz is like, she can't help but notice how weird uh, Todd is around Suzanne. So she takes him for a walk. Um, speaking like he's a dog there. She yeah. took him out for a walk. Walkies. <laughs> Off the lead. <laughs> um, and then she asks why he's acting weird and he says, you're the one who's acting weird. Um, and basically like gaslights her like yeah he gets gaslighted weird you no, are you're absolutely right he absolutely gaslights her and then they get into an argument but they make up really quickly they promise to never argue ever again that's always a, a sensible good it's promise to make a sensible promise to make and then Liz goes home gets into bed and almost immediately regrets making this promise <laughs> because she then starts thinking hang on a minute he didn't say anything about <clears throat> Suzanne or apologise for the way he yeah. was with Suzanne. So I actually kind of want to have an argument with her. With Just him. turned it around on her. Yeah, he gaslit her. You're right. And then on Wednesday, uh, the twins and Suzanne go grocery shopping together. And she tells him she's never had a Christmas dinner before. Oh. Don't start feeling sorry for her. Come on. <laughs> Keep it together. She says her family are always on vacation. Um, and how strange it is to have Christmas in warm places. For some reason, Jessica gets really offended by this. Yeah. And she's like, some of us always have Christmas in, in warm warm locations. Yeah. And Suzanne's just like, oh, I always put my foot in it. And then she asks if they can stop by the post office, if she can pick up a package. And Jessica's mean about this too, even though it's only one block away. But it's a block away in the wrong direction. And it says that Jessica swore under her breath. Yeah. Oh my god. I wonder what she said. I don't know. What do you reckon she would have said? What swear word do you think she would have used? I don't know. I think she would have just been like, bitch. They say bitch in these books, so don't they? Anyway. That's true. What do you think is more harsh? It's got to be something harsh. And it's not even to be told what it is. Yeah. We're not allowed to know. I reckon it's cunt. <laughs> do you know I thought that and I was like I'm not going to be the one to say it though no you know me I'll just say it <laughs> um, so yeah swear word in Sweet Valley yeah and then when Suzanne gets the package um, they notice it's really small yeah it's tiny and Jessica asks what it is and she doesn't tell them yeah but she notices Liz notices that she puts it in her pocket she can see her hands are trembling Bloody junkie. Bloody junkie getting her fix from the post office. <laughs> yeah, because that's how drug dealers, that's how drug dealers uh, deal work. drugs. They, they, use the, uh, they, they just use, use the American Postal Service. Just yeah. send it through. American Express. Uh, was it American Express? No, that's, that's a credit card. <laughs> I don't yeah. Um, yeah. UPS or something. Yeah. And then uh, as soon as they get home, she runs upstairs with the package. Yeah. And, uh, you know... And then Liz tells Jess she's genuinely frightened that something's wrong with Suzanne. Yeah, but Jess is having none of it. Like, none of it. Uh, but Liz says to Jessica she's off to the mile with Enid and she asks Jessica to keep an eye on her. Jessica finally has a moment where she's like, oh my God, what if Liz is right? Yeah, she does start to feel a little bit guilty. She just she does have this moment of guilt, and she's like, maybe I should call it off because, like, yeah. what if she dies? Like, maybe I should call Aaron and Winston and, and you know, call them off. Yeah. Um, but when Liz is gone, the phone rings and she answers it uh, at the same time as Suzanne does. And luckily, doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's Todd. So she's listening on the extension, and she hears Todd tell Suzanne he's glad he's got her alone. 
Yeah. And he's sorry that he's been off with her. Suzanne tells Todd she was surprised after that day in Killington. Yeah. And he apologizes uh, for asking her not to tell Liz about it. Yeah, so she hears specifically about Suzanne inviting Todd back to the lodge with her alone. Yeah, Uh, and Todd tells Suzanne it was one of the best afternoons he's had in years. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. That's a bit much. Uh, So Jess is obviously now convinced that Suzanne has only come back to Sweet Valley for Todd, and she's shaking with rage. Yeah, her, her, like, decision to cancel the Aaron thing lasted, like, less than a minute. Yeah. It's like, like no, okay, fuck no. it, no. Plan yep. back on. Plan's back on. We cut to Casey's. Yeah. With Enid and Liz. And guess what? Liz has finally bought Todd's present. What did... What? Well, given that her wallet was too extravagant, what has she bought? It's a scarf. Wow. Because she thinks it's cold in Vermont. So uh, he'll need a scarf. And she says to Enid, she's she's so insulting to Enid in this bit. She says to Enid, one look at you and my problems don't seem so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and Enid's like, is that because you're thinking, at least I don't look like her? And rather than saying no, Elizabeth says, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> Gonna leave that a little vague. What a good friend. Brilliant. And Enid says, what could possibly be wrong now that Todd's back? Like nothing else could matter apart from Todd being back. Yeah. You know, you can, if you've got a guy in your life... Everything else must be fine. Yeah. You know, there can be anything else what wrong else? with you. There's nothing wrong with you if you've got a boyfriend. What else is it. there to live for? In exactly. Way, you know? there's, there's no problems. Uh, but Liz says that the spark between them is gone. Yeah. She says that, um, you know, Ina's like, she, Ina can't believe it. Um, they always seem like the perfect couple. But Ina's Liz, like obsessed with Liz and Todd, isn't she? She is, yeah, she absolutely loves them as a couple. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're the best thing ever. You're so amazing. Bread, oh my and God, bread and butter. Um, but Liz says that she thinks, you know, they were just really lucky because everything went their way, which is why they lasted so long. But then I made a note here saying, like, they still managed to fucking argue and break up in every single book. Yeah. Like, he's not and been it, everything didn't really them, go it? their way, did it? No. Well, they, they literally argue all the time. Yeah. And they're like, and there's jealousy, and they think they're cheating on each other, and they're, there's like yeah. constant, like, mistrust is a constant for them in their relationship. Yeah. And, like, not telling each other things and getting into massive misunderstandings, which could be cleared up in 10 seconds. I'd say they've got a very unhealthy relationship. Yeah. They don't communicate. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So Enid asks her, like Jessica did, how Elizabeth would feel if, if uh, Todd found someone else. Yeah. And she says she'd be delighted. Like, come on. That is weird. A weird You might say, oh, I wouldn't be happy, but I'd, I'd be okay. Or I'd be happy for him. But, yeah, apparently Not she'd delighted. be delighted. And she says she wants to dump him, but she's worried because she thinks she's so fucking amazing. That he He'll just never won't be get able, over he won't it. be able to let go of her. And Who he won't could be able to compare to Elizabeth Wakefield? Yeah, it li- she literally thinks that. I know. She yeah. says she, she says it. Yeah, it's not even it. that's not even in her mind. She's she's happy enough to say that yeah. out loud. She says, "I'm worried he just won't be able to let go of me." <laughs> well, we'll see. Little does she know. Yeah, you know. we'll see. On Thursday, Jessica is excited because she's going to hear the Messiah performed at the Civic Center by the Sweet Valley Choir. Yes, Lila is also back from her spa holiday and looks great. She's lost weight, maybe doing some pills. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that would normally make Jess furious, of course, but she's excited because it means she can start to put her evil plan into motion. Mm. 
And also, it's a Wakefield tradition that they go to this civic centre thing. Yeah. Uh, and they always decorate the tree before they go. And this year, they've got an eight-foot one. That's a big, big. tree. Um, and she's also happy because she's received the best secret Santa gift so far. It's a menu from a new gourmet restaurant called Second Season. Mm. And a note entitling her to go to the restaurant... Um, with a date of her choice, as long as the date of her choice is me. That's what it says on the note. Now, this raises a question. How is she supposed to provide a date to the Secret Santa? I guess you have to wait until it's revealed who it is, and then you're yeah. stuck. It's kind of a bit blackmail-y and awkward, though, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, I'm forcing you into a date. You have to come to this meal She with me. probably should have realised it's probably Winston at this point. It's a very Winston thing to write. Well, she thinks that it must be from someone refined, well, like Hans. It must be Hans, yeah. Um, Lila's been getting some pretty decent gifts too. Yes, second only to, to Jess's. She's got a Vogue magazine and some fancy perfume, plus a note promising her a homemade gourmet dinner. Ooh. And Jessica's like, well, she's probably got someone's shit though. Yeah, not like Hans. Hmm. She's in the kitchen cooking dinner for everybody and um, she starts reminiscing with Liz about their Christmas ornaments. Yeah. And Suzanne is also there and she feels lonely. She remembers all the Christmases she spent in hotel rooms and her eyes fill with tears. Yeah, it sounds like she's got a bit of a drunk father, drinks too much and they're always in a hotel somewhere. Um, She's never had like a a family Christmas at home, basically. Mm. Jessica gives her a strange look and says, maybe you should go into the living room. And the the reason she gives this is the worst reason ever. Bizarre. She says maybe you should go into the living room because I'm about to drain the spaghetti and I don't want to burn anyone. (laughs) Like how how much spaghetti is she draining? Well, how much? They're in a big kitchen. How much mess is she going to make? How much like splashing is going to happen? Exactly. How clumsy is she? Like you don't have to evacuate a room, but you drain some (laughs) fucking pasta, do you? I'm about to drain the pasta. Everybody out. I don't want any accidents. I, I mean, I'm assuming... <laughs> I'm assuming she said it partly to be like, clearly I'm telling you to fuck off. You know, like that's the only reason I can think of. Uh, yeah, Suzanne knows that Jessica means fuck off. Yeah. So she thinks to herself, at least Aaron cares about me. Yeah. Um... And then after dinner, Alice insists that Suzanne helps decorate the tree. Yeah, because she's never decorated a tree before. And the family argue because Ned wants to stick to just blue and silver decorations. How boring. Well, I hate again, those people. This is where we agree. <clears throat> we agree yeah. with the twins. We agree. All the colours. It should be all the colours. I hate like colour-coordinated trees. Yeah, trees should be garish. That's yeah. how I feel about Christmas trees. And Christmas decorations. Yeah. In general, I think it should be all the colours, all the different things. Yeah, and just ch- all chucked on. There's nothing worse for me, personally, each to their own, but just that white Christmas tree. It's like, oh, no. Mm. I need some colour on there. You know? And I also hate it when it's all round ornaments. Yeah. Like, mine are very Everything. crazy. Yeah. I've got little jumpers. Yeah. I've got, um, like, cats. candy canes, cats. Yeah. Alpacas. Yeah, I've got an alpaca. All sorts. And... Suzanne has never decorated a tree before, so Ned is speaking to her like she's five. Yeah, he's like, this is how you hoop it on. Yeah. Stephen finds an ornament he's never seen before, 
And Ned says, that was my grandmother's. And then he asks Suzanne if she'd like to be the one to hang it. Hey, you've got dizzy spells. Would you like to climb up here and hang this onto the <laughs> yeah. tree? <laughs> also, you know, that's a bit much. Because also a sentimental thing. Yeah. It's like, you person that isn't a member of our family, you uh, should you, be the one to hang you this. thief and liar. <laughs> yeah. Please take this uh, this like even priceless th- yeah. Christmas ornament. Even Suzanne feels a bit awkward then. But then she gets dizzy and she collapses. Jessica screams. A bit later on, she's um, she's gone upstairs and Ned says to them that they're all going to have to skip the Messiah performance so they can stay at home with Suzanne. Yeah, they're they're all really worried. <clears throat> Apart from Jessica, who's on the other side of the room and is convinced that it's all fake. Mm-hmm. Apparently it sounds a bit far-fetched. Um, and she's going to go through with the plan with Aaron no matter what. Yeah. But Ned tells them that Suzanne has got a problem with muscular control which is aggravated by stress. Yeah. And Stephen says to Ned, look, just level with us. Say what's wrong with her. And Ned tells Alice to deal with it and just walks away. (laughs) Of course. And Alice is like, I'm going to do a Liz here and only tell you part of it and not give you the whole truth. Yeah. and like, oh, I promised. It's a very Mm. Liz thing to do. They're like, oh, I promise not to say anything. I'm going to tell you something, but not enough. And Jessica thinks that Suzanne's probably lied to them and made up some kind of weird soap opera disease. <laughs> but she's no fool. And soon um, it'll, it'll all be over when Aaron comes up with the pl- when Aaron carries out the plan. Yeah. Cut to the night of the party. Yeah, Suzanne's getting ready for her date. She's never looked so beautiful in her entire life, apparently, even though she's really ill. Yeah. But she's one of those people. She still looks amazing when she's ill. Yeah. She's borrowed a blue velvet dress from Elizabeth with a high neck and cream lace edges. And she's completed the look with a pearl necklace. She sounds like she's going to some kind of Charles Dickens party. Or <laughs> I was something. just thinking that. It does sound a bit like, like Victorian or something. You like. know, it's some kind of fancy dress thing. Yeah. Sounds like, well, you know. She went to Bruce Patman's party. You know, Liz is into all of her. You know, great expectations and stuff. I'm surprised she's not in like a khaki dress with like. (laughs) Yeah, it's about lizards in her khakis. Yeah. She's opened the package she's collected from the post office, and as we all guessed by now, it's a little bottle of medicine. Yeah. Her doctor usually includes a note with her medicine to let her know what she could and couldn't do with it. Yeah. Because she gets confused about all the different ones. But that should be fucking standard. Well, like, uh, every, that should be the on UK, the bottle. Yeah, in the UK, every time we get a medication, you get the you get you, you, a, a you get it. It's usually on the, the outside of the packet. Yeah, like you can and can't do. And also, it will I'm be sure written on the bottle. I'm sure you probably do in America as well. I would have thought probably so. Probably just a stupid thing in this book. So he's forgotten to put it in there, apparently. Um, but surely it's on the bottle. Like if you read the bottle, it will still tell you. He's forgotten to label you. it. I've we should just here have this, but here have this, this unlabeled medication, unlabeled bottle. We're a bad doctor. Yeah. Well, we all know about doctors in Sweet Valley. We high, do, so. and we're about to find out even more. We are indeed. Although he's not a doctor in Sweet Valley, he's a New York. Doctor. No, no, no. I just mean in the books in yeah. general, like yeah. doctors in general. So she she uh, tries calling him and she gets no answer. So she leaves a message asking him to call her back. And then she thinks, "Fuck it, it'll be fine." <laughs> Yeah. Just, just drink it. It's all right. She Aaron's arriving in twenty minutes, so she just takes a pill. She thinks, Oh, they're probably not much different from the last ones I was on. 
because apparently they are like sort of experimenting with different meds at the moment to work out which ones can help her condition yes but by the very nature of them experimenting with different drugs would mean that they absolutely are different to the drugs you had yeah. last time like that's you know they're, they're trying different things but never mind she thinks it'll be all right Downstairs, Ned and Alice have gone uh, to get pissed with the neighbours. <laughs> They're basically. busy being absent parents, as always. They've they've gone to get drunk with the neighbours, and they've left their underage kids alone in the house with a bottle of champagne. With a girl who just passed out. Yeah. And, you know. They're like, here, just stay here with this alcohol that we're going to give you. You're all underage. We'll leave you with this sick girl as well. Who's on like <laughs> like ten different kinds yeah. of medication. It'll be fine. Yeah. Suzanne goes downstairs and they all gasp at how amazing she looks. And then Liz offers her a drink. She hesitates, but then she thinks a glass or two will probably be fine. Yeah, she's like, oh, the doctor's never told me not to drink before, so I'm sure I'll be fine to drink with this medication I've just taken. Yeah, that I know nothing. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is, yeah. And then as planned, Aaron calls and asks her to meet him at Forest Lane. Oh, boy. So she asks the twins if she can borrow the fear and she explains what's happened. Elizabeth wonders why Suzanne hadn't mentioned before that she was going to the party with Aaron. Um, yes, and she's also a bit suspicious because Jessica's very keen for her to take the fear. Mm. She's like, yeah, go for it. And Todd says, something's not right here. Yeah. Todd's playing detective again. Yeah, here we go. He's going to stalk her around. Um, and then Ned and Alice gets home and the phone rings. It's Suzanne's doctor. Elizabeth answers and she notices the pad next to the phone um, has got the Forest Lane address scribbled down on it. Yeah. <clears throat> she thinks that's a bit weird. Ned takes the call um, and then shortly after he tells the twins that um, Suzanne is is <laughs> totally screwed if she drinks. Uh, it yeah. could even kill her, according yeah. to the doctor. So he's like, you know that booze that I gave you all to drink? You didn't give it to her, did you? Mm. <laughs> yeah one glass of alcohol could actually kill her apparently apparently so that very extreme I, I don't, I've never had a medication that has got that not that extreme no but like, that, it can make you I drowsy mean, it can yeah and, and you wouldn't want to drink a bottle of it but maybe that is the case but that is all more to the point why Ned and Alice should have goddamn been there hmm so Jessica comes clean. Wouldn't you get now. the neighbours to come to your house instead and say, like, look... Yeah, we've got all our... these teenagers in our house. Like, yeah, we'll, you know? we'll just, like, could you come over? Because they'll be going out anyway. Also, they're all hours. about to go out. You wouldn't give them alcohol before they were going out, would you? I wouldn't have thought so. They're such bad parents. They're awful. They really are awful. So Jessica decides to come clean now, because uh, she's obviously worried, and she tells them all about the prank. Yeah. Meanwhile, Suzanne's driving and her vision keeps blurring. Mm, she starts feeling really tired. She's falling asleep at the wheel. Luckily, two police officers are just driving by. They um, don't seem too bothered about it. They're like, oh, no. look, at this, like, this car's like swerving from side to side. Yeah, and they're they like, spot us oh, someone around. can handle their booze. Yeah, that's what they say. Like, literally like, oh, well, like uh, you need to... Yeah, maybe like, like turn the lights on to try and stop them yeah. before it flips horribly <clears> and crashes. Yeah, they just watch the Fiat bump off of the road and turn onto its side. Yeah. Now, the... the, the oh God. So the police are like... One of the policemen even thinks like, oh, I don't know what this person looked like before, but I'd hate to see what they look like now. So, like, <laughs> this is a hideous crash. This just happened, yeah. apparently. And they're just joking around they're about it. They're just joking it. about it, yeah. Um, 
Ned, Todd, Stephen and the twins all pile into Ned's van. And Alice, I think, as well. Um, no, all... Alice waits home by the phone in oh, case of course. there's any news. You're absolutely right. So Ned demands that Jessica takes him to this deserted house. Yeah. And then not... she can explain herself. Yeah, she can, she confesses about the secret Santas as well on the way. And Todd is absolutely furious. He is fuming. And Liz has noticed... Stephen asks if she's responsible for all the other things that have happened to Suzanne. Mm. It's like, you fucking know she is because you were originally in on the plan. You were in on this, yeah. yeah. Like, Stephen's, like, backing out now. He's like, yeah. oh, I never had anything to do with this. You knew this was the plan all along from yeah. the start of the book. Yep. And she says she just wanted to protect her family from evil Suzanne. Yeah. Forest Lane's deserted and there's no sign of Suzanne. So Ned goes to a payphone to call the police. He explains... Uh, to the family that Suzanne has MS so we finally find out what's wrong with her yeah she she needs constant medication um, and if she's not careful she could you know one day even end up in a wheelchair mm-hmm. which causes Liz to gasp yeah there's no cure she could be in remission for years or she could deteriorate really quickly Jessica is ashamed yeah and then she looks at Todd and she realises she's seen the, him look like this before yeah he looks exactly the same as he did on the night of Elizabeth's motorcycle crash. I don't know how she knew how he looked love. at that time because she was like unconscious on the floor. Jessica. Oh, sorry, Jessica noticed that. I thought you said Liz noticed oh, that. No. I was like, how yeah. did Liz notice that? <laughs> no, Jessica notices. Yeah. And she realises what's going on. She realises he's in love with Suzanne. She, yeah, she, she realises, sorry, you're right. She realises it's not all Suzanne. Mm. Todd clearly really does uh, actually love her. So Ned has uh, spoken to the police and the police tell him they've picked her up and she's in ER. This is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So apparently the police were too worried about Suzanne's condition to wait for an ambulance. So they picked up this woman who might have like back or neck injuries <laughs> and chucked her into the back of a police squad car <laughs> and drove her to the hospital. The good news is, though, the Fiat Spider is barely scratched. Yeah, Ned laughs Thank about God this. Thank God for that. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's the good news, guys. Brilliant. I, I'm I'm happy to hear it, to be honest. And so am I. I do you know, I... I care I, more about that car than I, I do about I care about that car a lot. <laughs> I got in um in Double Jeopardy. I was really upset that they, they smashed up the, the Spider. Oh, no, I know. And here I was like, oh, thank God, the car's all right. So yeah. I don't really care about Suzanne. Fuck Suzanne. Um, but of course, as uh, they're talking about this, Todd realises he realises that he's in love with Suzanne. Just from this one encounter at this ski resort. Yep. It just shows how shallow Todd Jesus. is. And he, yeah, and he decides to tell Suzanne how he feels if she's, if she's still alive. Yeah. So they get to the emergency room. Alice is there. She's tried to call the Devlins um at their hotel I guess the police contacted Alice as well so yeah. that's why she's there she's tried to contact the Devlins at their hotel but she's got no answer and then Todd blows up at Jessica he blames her for everything but Jessica retorts mm. saying that if it wasn't for Todd Suzanne wouldn't even be here yeah and she brings up Killington yeah the colour drains from Todd's face and he says how did you know Liz can't fucking believe it yeah. Jessica explains all about the phone call and that she heard, overheard everything. Um, and uh, Todd finally, now, now that he's got no other choice, yeah, explains that it is true. 
Yeah, Liz directly asked him if he'd seen Suzanne again before this week. Yeah. And he says, I was waiting for the right time to tell you. But he does leave out the bit. The right time was initially when you she said Suzanne is coming to visit. Or the next time you were on the phone with Liz. <laughs> Surely you've spoken to Liz on the phone since the ski lodge. Yeah. Any time after that would have been the time to do it. Um, and he also leaves out the bit about being in love with her. Yeah. But Liz has worked it out. Of course. Um. So Liz, uh, Ned and Alice <clears throat> have managed to get hold of the Devlins now. They're apparently hysterical. And um, Dr. Ford approaches um, and tells them that, you know, the only thing they can do to save Suzanne now is uh, hopes and prayers and positive stories from Jessica Wakefield. <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's fine, though. She's had a very lucky escape. Yeah. Also, uh, Suzanne's doctor from New York's on their way as well. Yeah. I wouldn't trust the I wouldn't trust the doctors in Sweet Valley. That's yeah, for sure. I reckon she must have some fancy private, like expensive doctors. doctor. Yeah. Um, but apparently he's, he's on his way because he knows all about her condition. And yeah. So, um, yeah, the Sweet Valley hospital doctor says you can all go home and get some sleep. She's just got a slight concussion. She's fine. And Jessica says uh, it's only eleven fifteen. We can still make the party. I couldn't believe this. So they're all like, oh, I can't believe you'd go. Liz is like, oh, I can't believe you'd go to the party now. And Jess is like, well, it won't make any difference now. Suzanne's yeah. in hospital and she's going to recover. I can't believe that Ned doesn't ground her. He's like, after mm-hmm. all you've done, no, it's fine. You go to the party. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Well, Stephen says if they drop by the party, they could explain to everyone about Suzanne um, and what's happened. So Liz agrees. And then Elizabeth thinks to herself... That Suzanne deserves Todd. She's such a wonderful person. Unbelievable. <laughs> Come on, like... Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Ned, after all of this, says, Well, I can drop you at the party, but I can't really be bothered to pick you back up, so you're going to have to make your own <laughs> way back, guys. Yeah, after someone in the family has been in a car crash. Don't worry about yeah. it. I'm going to go get pissed with the neighbours, so I'm not mm-hmm. picking you up. Um, Todd and Liz are alone in a corner at the party, and... Uh, Elizabeth admits that she was getting ready to tell him that she didn't think they were right for each other anymore. She loves him, but not romantically. And what follows is the most ridiculous breakup I ever. have ever read. Yeah. Todd tells her... I was, I was nearly being sick reading this. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I, I was starting to heave. Todd tells her she's the most wonderful friend he's ever had. And she says to him, you have to decide how you feel about Suzanne. And whether his feelings are affected by what he'd just learned about her health. Yeah. Like, he'd like, be a bit of a prick if he was like, yeah, I, I oh, wasn't loving her, but she's got MS, so yeah. I don't want her anymore. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Imagine if he said that. I know. But she says it like she's expecting him to have be like, well, actually, yeah. I've changed my mind. I know. Now. Like, but no, of course, Todd's like, well, it, does, it, is a bit, it is a bit of a shock, but no, still love her. Mm. And um, he says it feels strange talking to Liz about another girl. And I think it is a bit soon, to be honest. They broke it's up like bizarre. five minutes ago. It's like they, they broke up and it's not even like, yeah, give me a couple of months and we'll, we'll yeah. talk and be fine and, and we'll still be friends eventually. It's like, no, no, we're best friends now. It's fine. And she tells him she's never been the jealous type. Yeah, she has. She literally has. <laughs> Patsy. Yeah. For one. She just wants him to be happy. And he says, we'll be best friends forever. And then the band start playing their song. And they have a slow dance together. Which should be awkward, but apparently it's fine. Yeah, this is literally the most unrealistic, sickening breakup ever. Yep. 
Meanwhile, Jessica speaks to Mr. Collins, uh, who picks up the microphone and tells everyone about Suzanne. He suggests at uh, Jessica's idea that everyone do secret Santas for uh, Suzanne. But mm. nice ones this time. She had secret Santas. She had Adam Winston. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Is that not good enough? <laughs> oh, and Jessica also discovers that Winston was her secret Santa. Horrified. And worse still, that Hans was Lila's. Yes, because she sees Hans on the dance floor with Lila. <sighs> um, and then we get like a really soppy twin moment which i didn't even write down nope nor did i but just they them just, saying yeah. this is going to be the best christmas ever best christmas of our lives i split up with my boyfriend five minutes ago and jessica's got literally the... nothing that she wanted yeah everything's gone wrong it's going to be it. such a good christmas yeah we get to saturday <laughs> like, suzanne's in hospital now yeah. we'll have a great christmas it's five yeah, days christmas probably. is saved yeah <laughs> this concussion will last at least until <laughs> boxing day <laughs> We get to Saturday. Liz, Todd, and Enid are watching the parade. And some... so they broke up yesterday, and then you know they they you think they at least have a few days space. No, they were but dancing no, just, with each other minutes just at, after. They're just at a parade That's the next fine. day. Um, Jessica's actually pulled it off somehow. Jessica's out there wearing the crown and the dress. Yeah, waving to everybody like a a moron. And where is Lila Fowler? Grumpy Lila is four floats back wearing a trash bag. <laughs> Santa's got bad eyesight, so he didn't notice that it's not Jessica either. Yeah, I know, yeah. Enid comments that Lila looks like a giant pea. <laughs> we find out Suzanne's made good progress, but she's still in hospital. Um, she's having some tests to find out if the new medication has worsened her condition. Now, I know what you're about to go into, so I will preface this. I'm not about to go into that yet. Oh, go on. So, <laughs> firstly, we get a bit... Actually, no, we, I, don't, I don't know what you were thinking, actually. No, 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 you're, you go on. Go on, I think but you're right. firstly, uh, we get another bit about Liz encouraging Todd to go for it with Suzanne. Yep. Um, and then we get her in a monologue. She thinks to herself how comfortable she is with this breakup. Like, she's protesting a bit much here. She is. She's uh, constantly you're... like, I'm so happy that Todd was Suzanne... I just I genuinely really want wonder if she's Suzanne. having a mental breakdown. Yeah. She's like, I'm fine with this. This is fine. This is totally yeah. fine. You, you know when someone's like not fine. And then like it. two weeks later, she'll be like a drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jessica's worried that Suzanne won't forgive her. And Liz says, nobody can stay mad at you for long. She's the standard. You don't know Lila Fowler. Yeah, actually. Um, and then later on, the twins go and visit Suzanne. Is this what you were going into? Yes. So yeah. I will preface this because when you gave the book to me, you'd read it. Obviously, you read it before, but you reread it and then you gave me the book and you were like, you will not believe the end of this book. And I was like, oh, they're all going to make it up to Suzanne. They'll have a party and everyone will be happy. And you were like, well, that kind of happens, but you will not believe what happens at the end of this book. I had theories. I had theories going through my head and I was like, is Todd going to get with Suzanne? And I think I said to you last night, I was like, mm-hmm. if Todd ends up getting with Suzanne, I'm going to be fuming. And when I finished the book today, you were right. Because this is so ridiculous. I, <laughs> it, it didn't even occur to me that this no. would be something that would happen. So go on. So Suzanne sat up in bed looking radiant with Todd holding her hand. And Elizabeth doesn't even care. No, they're together. Like now. They're together. Like, now. She's it's even fine. seeing them together and she's just not bothered. Um, and Suzanne says that Bruce Kit has been by and he bought her a baby spruce tree. 
<laughs> wherever that is. I guess sounds kind of cute. Yeah, sounds cute. Winston's been in and he's played games with her. And Aaron has invited her for lunch. Right. She better watch out for Patsy. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, Ned and Alice arrive and Alice's face is shining with joy. They've got some very good news. Well, good news for her. Probably bad news for the doctors. <clears throat> well, it doesn't seem like it is, though. That's the thing. It definitely would be. So the hosp- I mean, I guess the, they're rich anyway, but... The hospital doctor comes in with Suzanne's doctor, Dr. Harrison. Um, yeah. And Dr. Harrison asked Suzanne if she remembers when he asked her if she'd had a virus lately, and she'd said no. Well, it turns out she did have a virus. So he's kind of blaming her for this. Yeah. He's like, oh, you should have told me you had a virus. And he says that's where all the mistakes began. Began. Like that's not what you want to hear from a doctor. That's where all the mistakes began. All of the mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out that uh, she'd actually had mono, that and it went undetected. <clears throat> and then she, how could you have mono and not know? <laughs> pretty. It's a pretty. Like, how could any of this happen? Condition. I mean, we have had some some pretty bad practice from doctors in Sweet Valley books. This is the worst one yet. Mm. So she'd had a complication from the mono. And guess what? She doesn't have MS at all. No. They've been fucking her up with medication for like, what, six months, a yeah. year? I don't know. Like, so she's been taking really strong medication that she doesn't even need. It's been making her dizzy, fainting. She could have died from the car crash she yeah. had. Um, it's she's made been, her lose weight. She's been thinking she might end up in a wheelchair. Yep. She's become a different person and gone to... The Wakefields to apologize. I, I was really hoping at the end of this book, now. she was just like, I never would have been fucking nice to these yeah. people if I thought Fuck I wasn't. You all. Like, she's like, oh, I'm fine. Fuck <laughs> off, Todd. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, come on, Ned. Surely you should be... Lawyer? Getting... I'd be like, yeah. I will represent you. Yeah. This is a fat that, paycheck That's a win case, isn't it? That's a, that's that's easy a win. definite easy win. But nobody mentions that. I uh, mean, I know her family's loaded, but surely the principle of the thing, I'd be like, yeah. no, I'm definitely suing you. This like, doctor should be struck off. You've ruined my life. For, for Surely, I don't. I don't know this, but I'm imagining that MS diagnosis would require really extensive tests. I would assume like so. brain scans yeah, and stuff. I, I would have thought it's. It's not like. I was like, oh, you're feeling a bit tired and dizzy. Got MS. Oh yeah, don't worry. <laughs> so either mono or MS, but let's just assume it's MS. <laughs> and Suzanne says, "You mean I'm normal." Well, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, wouldn't go that far. Psycho bitch, but um, yeah. yeah. Aside from that, then the Devlins come in, and they are followed by the entire swim team again in their trunks. <laughs> uh, they're in t-shirts that, when they fan themselves out across the hospital room, the t-shirts spell out "Merry Christmas, Suzanne." How fucking big is this hospital room? Yeah, like that's that's quite... how many letters? Five. That's that's nearly twenty. About twenty letters. <laughs> I can't bother to count. And they're fanning themselves out in this hospital cubicle. Oh boy. Um, and yeah, I preferred the message she got before. Yes, Go I home, like. Suzanne. Go home, Suzanne. <laughs> they should have just spelled that out. Um, and then Bill starts playing the harmonica, and they all sing "Silent Night" again. And then the droids turn up. They've written a song for her, and they start playing a song to her. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's how the book ends. So she wasn't ill yeah, the whole it. time. And arguably. Arguably, Suzanne is just as big of a piece of shit she was before. And now that she knows she's well again, she'll just go back to her old ways. Ridiculous. Um, but, ridiculous as it was, 
this was my favorite yeah Sleep i love it book so far this was amazing like we we say sometimes like you know you, you turn pages um sometimes with twins i can go like quite a few pages before i start making notes this book is like every page every yeah. page there was something to write down there was stuff going on constantly it's, it's surprising because you think like you i kind of worry when it's like oh it's like a 250 page book is it going to be just full of filler like mm. are they just going to like pad it out not at all this just... book is amazing the super editions are always great. Mm. This is, uh, yeah, this is great. So we hope you enjoyed that. And we hope you have a great Christmas. Yes. We're Happy not Christmas. done. We're not done yet with our Christmas episodes. Of course not. We've got another is, one. Yeah, this is part one. Uh, part two will be continued at uh, Casey's Ice Cream Parlor. Yep. Next week we'll be doing Holiday Mischief. Yeah. Which we've neither of us have ever read. I've never read this one. It's a lot of people's favourites, though. Yeah, we've been told by some of you that it's your favourite book. Yeah. So, favourite Sweet Valley book. Mm-hmm. Favourite book ever. Favourite book of all time. Could be. So, uh, we're really excited about it now. We are indeed. And we're actually going to start wait. reading it tonight. Yeah. Um, our last episode we did of Kelly's was um, Head Over Heels. Mm. We had a couple of comments about that one. Uh, Claire PH couldn't help but laugh as Sky Morrow urging people to donate to help others <laughs> like Regina um, privileged white kids who have a full advantage life she absolutely can't agree more yeah she's not really helping others like Regina is she no it's like when um, celebrities get ill and then they like suddenly start up a charity for the <laughs> thing they were ill with mm-hmm. you know it's just all self-serving Joni Chard a comment about Bruce on the cover he says look at that smirk on his face a dirt bag can't ever fully get rid of all of his dirt. 100% agree. Anyone who's read all of the books knows what's coming up in about 23 books. I don't know what's coming up in 23 books. Well, you'll find out in about a year. In a year, yeah. I'll, we'll come <laughs> back to this comment in a year. Yeah. And she says, Winston's so annoying sometimes. Why not pelt him with a plate of spaghetti and meatballs with extra red sauce? That she would pay to see. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. And... Yeah. Well, thank you for your comments because I I love it when we get the uh, the comments on the episode. I feel like we're going to get a few from this one. Yeah, and our next um, Kelly's episode is going to be showdown. We're going to yes. find out about Jack the construction worker. Jack the Ripper. Jack o' lantern. <laughs> Jack in the box. Jack in the box. <laughs> but and yes. that will be that will be next year. We're having a week's break, uh, so our next Kelly's episode will be. Um, 3rd of January. Yeah, so uh, we'll be back with Kelly's on the 3rd of January. But of course, tune in next week for Casey's Ice Cream Parlor as we continue our Christmas specials. Holiday mischief. Yes, can't wait. Uh, Find us on Facebook at Kelly's Roadhouse Podcast and Instagram under Kelly's Roadhouse. And thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.